So what was the story? The guy so, on the right? So, the yeah, right? there's a guy. If you're looking at the poster, it's over here, Greg. It's on my side. Oh, so yeah. there's a guy on the right side of the road yeah. um, behind a car. Mm-hmm. And it's on John's side of the road. John's all dressed in white. You're talking about the Abbey Road. Abbey Road, right. Cover. There's a guy on the right side of the road. Mm. And he's just a random guy, a random traveler. His name is Paul, right? He's mm-hmm. from Florida, as from as far as I remember. And... So he just turns around and he sees these four guys. He, they keep on walking across the road. He doesn't understand why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. he's like, what are these four kooks doing? That's what he referred to them as, the four kooks. So, you know, he goes back home. He tells his wife about the story. And she happens to be a piano player at a church. So, you know, when this album comes out, she's actually at home playing songs on the piano, learning this for a wedding. This album, and, Abbey Road, just for people just Abbey coming Road, in talking right. about the Abbey Road cover. And... He walks in one day and sees her playing the songs from Abbey Road. He's like, honey, it's the four kooks I was talking about. <laughs> and here he is on the cover of the record. That's great. Uh, of arguably one of the biggest records of all time. Yeah. And he just happened to be there. Wondering, that, like, what the, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Like, Can this name, person collect royalties? I don't know. His name's Paul. Look it up. It's a true story. I, I learned this when I was working at the Hard Rock Cafe just because we actually had the, the we actually had the, the Beatles Abbey, Gold, Abbey Road Gold Record. Oh, so, so I just nice. wanted to know everything I could about that. Because there's many stories about, like, you know, why Paul is walking barefoot or one's walking out of step. But yeah, nobody yeah. talks about the dude on the side of the road. Yeah. Well, on that note... We did That's right. It's Greasy Conversation. You're listening to the Greasy Conversation talk show on RadioVegas.rocks. We're here with John Bonham Fox, yeah. which totally rhymes with that unintentionally. And we've got tons of dank news. We have it uh, built up in our pores. There's uh, an overage in our glands of dank news that we've neglected to bring to you uh, until this moment. Prepare yourselves. It's that time. All right. All right. Let's jump News. right in. Jump in. Wait. Right. Wait, we need to activate the submarine of knowledge. <laughs> I might be coming in kind of hot there. All sorry right. if I'm being loud, but we're excited. All right. This is a story that we've had on the docket for probably a month. I've had this in the notes. And it just keeps getting pushed back. And then last week we weren't here, you know, blah, blah, blah. All right. Mysterious cattle mutilations in Oregon. Right? Yeah. Not not that crazy, right? But these these cattles and bull are being completely like drained of blood and organs. It looks like something sticks like a vacuum tube inside them, sucks out everything inside, and then just leaves their their carcasses there. It's really fucking weird. I swear this has been a thing that's been debunked before, right? Though where it was like some microorganism that eats the blood or something like that, right? Am I crazy? My first thought is. Where's the vampire marks or where are the zombie bites? But I don't see any because it's got to be if it's being taken out of them, right? It's a chupacabra. That 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 could be the case too. Yeah, but the the cow version, not the goat version, you know. Oh yeah, or like where's the vacuum cleaner hose hole, you know? Yeah, like where's the beef? Uh, are they going directly into the anus perhaps or into the male organ if there is one? They could be doing that too. Right. 
sucking them out. I mean, sucking nice. out the blood without, but you know, they're leaving behind a lot of solid. I don't know. This right. is a weird way to start. We're getting gooey right at the beginning. I yeah, hope you but, like it. Okay, so you know, people of course are going to come out. The other pictures. People in the area are coming out, and they everyone has theories. It's a chupacabra. It's aliens. Um, you know, but what if it's really just a group of weird people <laughs> that like think they're vampires? Well, I just looked at the picture, and if you noticed the end of the ca- of the cow mm-hmm. of the cattle, it is definitely like you know, it's like one of those bags that have been deflated. deflated. Yeah, yeah. And that's I feel like it had to have been something with a hose going through that back direction. That's what it seems like, right? Like it literally just had everything inside of it just sucked out. If like, it's not a prankster, it's got to be some kind of certain disease that pulls because man you know sometimes something eats the inside of an animal first yeah that hide true. is tough i swear this is something that i've heard debunked before but then it like, can't why be termites right termites <laughs> cow mites maybe i'm not i'm not i know termites take care of wood and we're out here in the middle of oregon yeah there's right? wood around but that's a termite but place. do termites do i don't termites, think termites will eat animals no nah. that's the thing because i yeah. don't think they grasp on the humans but either. uh it's I weird mean, this is on NPR, though, because it feels like the NPR leads legitimacy to this thing that's got to be a hoax of some kind. Yeah, well, they're not, say, they're not saying there's a reason. They, they aren't saying, like, what's causing it. They're other, just saying other it's than, going like, on. The people's, they're just saying this weird thing is happening, like these cows mm. that are drained. Look at and these no wrinkly, knows, deflated cows. Yeah, and there's no signs of, like, predators or, any, or scavengers, even, which might lend more uh, credibility to the idea of it being some kind of like bacteria or, or some kind of something microorganism that eats them or something like that that makes the carcass like not because you'd have to believe right now somebody would put this online if they were doing this yeah you'd think you know in this I mean, day and age someone would have yeah, to yeah, right. all that. somebody would say <laughs> i'm taking credit for doing this but no one's doing that no so it has to be something organism related if it's be. happening to more than one yeah, and nobody's so taking credit for it, it's got to be an organism of some sort. Yeah. Th- that's what it was. This one I'm remembering now that people were saying was like aliens doing stuff to cattle, but it was a certain like marmity thing that just ate cattle like butt first. Oh, it just like oh, slipped in there. Yeah. And- look, look. I mean, if we were looking at that cow again, that's exactly what happened to it. Yeah, it's it looks like it got marmited up or something. Look at the back end of the cow. See, it, yeah. it's all deflated. So what you just said is completely <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Has there's to be been the case. stuff like it's, that before. It's the marmots. Yeah, well, even like insects, there's some wasps that'll like plant eggs in other insects, like caterpillars or something, and yeah, then the eggs hatch and eat them from the inside. Waspy. So, I mean, it could be, yeah, that'd be some big ass, scary You don't scary see any wasps. holes. See, that's the case. There's no holes of any kind, no bite marks, no blood, no skin, like no. from the outside. It's all internal. It went in through the anus. Like I said, or the mouth, whatever, depend, depending on, or the organ, whatever, if that's a male or female. it has. To, yeah. This is how we get ants. <laughs> it's true. All right. All right. I think I'm done with this bowl. Okay. <laughs> We're done with this bowl. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, okay. we, can say, we can say S words a lot right now. Yeah, all day. That's actually allowed. Fair enough. I'm that's trying fun. to, like, conserve for, so to maintain strength. But 
I'm not trying to curse at all. No, I'm I mean. glad you took a, a moment to enjoy it. There we go. All right, should we get to the meth news? If you I get a hankering and need to push one of these two, just barge just over a random to. button. We'll just yeah. throw it at you, and then you can push it. Yeah. Well, these three rows are where the juice is. Those three rows. Anyway, Greg's three got rows here. We've got a traditional, uh, a common thing, a segment that Greg's created. I've heard about this infinite knowledge of what we enjoy. It's <laughs> math news. <laughs> Wow, what an we, opening. This better be good. <laughs> oh, it is. We enjoy we enjoy meth. I mean, I mean okay, sorry. Okay. The you enjoy the meth news. Yeah, there we go. I guess we enjoy it in a third-party way of like what it does to other people for our amusement. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, with the with the short film that we made together, it wouldn't surprise me that you two enjoy meth regardless. Oh <laughs> okay. But go ahead, yeah. Greg, please. All right, yeah. Disorganized thought. There's a major All symptom. Right, so this... Guy, this California man was arrested uh, it, traveling from Yellowstone, and he was somewhere in. Uh, he was traveling from like Yellowstone to North Dakota or whatever, and he got pulled over, and uh, told the officers that he went to Yellowstone, and he saw Yogi Bear, and then. The officers conducted a search of the vehicle and they found eight pounds of meth in the tire of the car, you know, like the spare tire. Who tells someone seriously that they saw a cartoon animal? I know. That's like, the thing. Like, how but does part of me, start part of me wants to know, like, because, you know, it matters about context. But, like, did he, was he just trying to make small, was that just like a casual joke? He just kind of like, because he was nervous, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, I saw Yogi Bear. Ha ha, don't, don't check the tire. You know? God to be, had to be. Or if he was like just so like tweaked out that he was like, oh no, there's a lot. There's Yogi Bear's up there, man. He stole my picnic basket and everything, man. I had to look for him. I've been up there for two weeks hunting him. Now I got to go like reload, man. You know. Or, or maybe he could have just seen a bear and just said his name was Yogi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was just like, you know, because you go out there in the woods yeah. and you see a bear, you're like, you randomly will call somebody. What up, Smokey? Right or yeah. something like that. He might have done that, or again, he was really, really deep in the meth really situation. Really on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, yeah, it could have been an ordinary bear that simply told him with its speaking mouth that his name was Yogi. Probably could have yeah. done that too. But the thing, like, it seems like he went to Yellowstone specifically to try to find Yogi. Bear. Yeah, because that's where Yogi lives, as we all know. Anybody who'd watched the cartoon, yeah. that's where he lived. So if you go to Yellowstone Park and you're looking for a bear and you see one, you're immediately going to say, that's Yogi. You're not asking its name. You're just going to say, yeah, that's yeah, Yogi yeah. Bear. bear yeah. And but, then you go up to the officer and say, dude, I saw Yogi Bear. Did you see him? Yeah. What are you and talking you about? you arrested bro? for meth. Yeah. But this person very much does not look unhigh. No. <laughs> I, you, you kept bringing that up, and I'm, as I'm talking to Greg, I'm looking at this photo. I'm like, this dude seriously <laughs> is on one. Yep. And yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't care. You can tell. He's proud about it. He's Look at proud that. about it. Chin up. But, I mean, did he, like, okay, so if he was living in California at the start, did he just, like, get this idea? And he, well, Imagine he started this, like, long-ass meth-trafficking-fueled uh, journey to Yellowstone. Specifically to try to find Yogi, not just any bear, <laughs> but Yogi Bear. He, there's a lot His of bears idol. in Yellowstone. There's so only which one begs Yogi. the question now. 
Was he watching the live animated or was he watching the cartoon to get his inspiration? Right? I know. This thumbnail showed that that live this guy. Right. Yeah. But I'd like to think... Uh, I mean, he's old enough away. to have been able to it's probably watch thumbnail. the cartoon, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm willing to bet he's had this in him since he might have been a child to get this idea to go on a trip to just say, I'm going to find Yogi Bear. That's my life's mission is to find Yogi Bear on meth. (laughs) (laughs) That he knew ever since he was a kid. Yeah. I love it. Well, I mean, he might not have developed the meth. Yeah, that came later. Until later. And that spurred the the whole adventure. Right. He's like, you know what? I'm on meth. Now's a great time to go on this adventure. I've got nothing to lose. It's a bear time. So I'm bringing my eight pounds of meth with me. I'm going to put it in the tire of the car. (laughs) And if the cops find it, then they find it. But when I get arrested, I'm going to keep my chin up because guess what? I went to Yellowstone and I found Yogi Bear, bitches. Yeah, he's proud. I think uh, Buck has the best explanation in the chat. He says Yogi Bear is probably his meth dealer. <laughs> Dude, so that trying is... trying to rat him out. Yeah. Buck, great job. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, I was, I was like, what if, yeah, what if he brought the meth because he wanted to like party with Yogi Bear? Yogi Bear looks way more like he's on meth in this photo than <laughs> the dude did. Oh, man. Those eyes, though. That's, I don't you know, know. I don't when know. When you look if... at everybody with their eyes all big, that's a symptom. I feel like he's more on acid than meth, but okay. I could be wrong. No, there's that twinkle. I see the twinkle. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got the acid twinkle. Oh, nice. for sure. But then again, anybody who makes live animated cartoons like that had to have been on something. <laughs> uh, totally. I'm sorry. I'm side laughing because I didn't know our chat censored people, which oh, makes really? it funnier. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Buck, you're being censored, unfortunately. (laughs) It's what other words that long start with F, so it's not like a successful... Which chat is it that's censoring? It's a Facebook one. Oh, they censor people now? It might be Restream. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Anyway, hide your kids. It's greasy Hide your kids. Man. Well, hide your kids. There's a meth dude looking for Yogi Bear. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm freaking out because we've already done an eighth of the show. We're at the one-eighth mark. Prepare for seven-eighths more excitement. All what? right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Greg, go ahead. All right. So this uh, this looks like one of yours was, and, <laughs> and I didn't check it out until earlier, and I got to say it supremely <laughs> creeped me out, and it's the, the artificial skin cover for the cell phones. This is my favorite piece of news Dude, of this the is month. just... Wait. Disturbing. Say that again. It's Uh, yeah. uh, It it looks like (laughs) artificial skin for phone covers. Yeah. Yeah. It's what the heck? It gets better. It's not just an artificial skin as a phone cover. This artificial skin serves a purpose. It's an extreme version of Apple's 3D Touch, where it detects not only movement over the skin, over the creepily realistic cold, uh, dead skin, but it can sense pinching. It can sense uh, when you uh, how deep your finger goes into the skin. <laughs> Tickling. Yeah, it looks gross because it's like gooey on the sides of the phone too. Well, well it me... just looks really dry too. Yeah, which is just it's just just like. Dry, yeah, it definitely needs some uh, pale, some moisturizer. Yeah, dry, dead, pale flesh on a phone. It's uh. That's it's, like it reminds me of the. The soap from Fight Club, and it reminds me of the 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 DVD version 
of Army of the Dead or Evil Dead. Yeah. Army the, of Darkness. The, the, the Necronomicon. Necronomicon. Yeah, the yeah. book, like when you got that DVD and you felt it, it, it looks exactly like that. See, yeah. I can see the depth of how far deep into the skin it goes. And for the audio people, this lump of skin is on the back of a cell phone. And it also kind of like is over the side uh, of the cell phone. I'm with Buck over too. here. Buck looks like he's uh, throwing vomiting. up about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm the same way, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, me God, too. You like gurgled about it. I know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I tried to move back from the mic, but you know. The edges is where you really know this is a prototype oh, product. Oh my goodness! Who would sell it where it looks like Play-Doh going so, over the side of the phone? It's not somebody's real skin, obviously. It's taken from human cadavers. Is it? No, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. That would be terrible. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. that wouldn't be the first time I've heard that, but like, okay. I love the like mouse that you rub on the back of the phone. That's like practical. The touchpad application is gross. But look at how they're pinching and pulling to zoom and making this woman frown by pinching her no, thanks. stuff. Yeah, it just doesn't. It's it looks a... like severed skin put onto this robot. So what we're doing is definitely getting closer to making robots and machines with human flesh. Is yeah, absolutely. I don't think that's going to be a, a deal at all. I mean, all. we're there already, but... Yeah. Ugh. There's the wires Androids, going man. to it. Just just call me when it bleeds, man. I'm going to cut the <laughs> shit out of my phone. Be like, the, oh, the yeah? Pinching, the pinching is the most awkward. Yeah, and thinking the, about that logically, like if you got that phone and you were a cutter as like <laughs> as in a suicide person, you could just cut that and it might be okay for you. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, yeah, it's a good supplement. Look, it's the grid of wires in the skin. Speaking of which, I was feeling, uh, since you're moving out of the country. Oh, yes, I am. I wanted to tell you how I support that. I've always proclaimed that leaving the country is like the suicide of champions. And where did you come up with this? Well, you get a similar result, but it's less permanent. And then you know you live again. As long as the plane doesn't crash, you totally have an afterlife in a new as a new person, having changed your name in a new country. Because you have to change your name when you move countries, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, and you get a whole new identity. All your credits reset. It's awesome. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But <laughs> the one thing I just did not want to focus on is the plane crashing, you asshole. Oh, they don't do that much, though. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, but just don't go I, I'm starting to believe in this, uh, this movie that I love uh, called Risk Cutters. And uh, it's interestingly enough, it's about people who commit suicide but they go to this uh purgatory right okay. but it's not like hell it's not heaven but it's pretty much people who've only killed themselves it's not like everybody who's just dead it's like mm. only people who've killed themselves oh, only the manual folk only the manual no folk. automatics and they live normal lives they work jobs at like a pizza restaurant <laughs> or like at a gas station or yeah. at a bar that's just like leaving the country it's i guess <laughs> I guess, but this movie ends up being a love story, and it's really good, and if you've never seen it, I would recommend it. Um, Media recommendation. Check it out. Yeah, Um, but thank you for telling everybody. Yes, I am moving. I'm moving to Australia. I'm basically leaving Las Vegas right after the summer and going directly into the Australian summer, so I'm having a never-ending summer. Double summer. Double summer. Double summer. Double summer. All (laughs) righty. Next piece of business. Yeah, so this actually looks cool, but there's going to be a home like device where you can cut vinyl. Yeah, get ready for some Make tech your own vinyl records. Because haven't we all wanted this? And the only ones available before were ridiculously expensive and unreliable. This might be the same, but it could be the future. 
if this is even remotely reliable, the price will only come down with 3D printing technology. It's just like a really detailed lathe is all that's going on. And lathes are hip now. I guess there's not any other show pictures to show you. You can help kickstart it if you really... Um, well, let me show you better. Hold that's on. a really cool idea. Yeah. It's, it's, worth, a, it's worth a kick. Uh, is it just like a 3D printer that's specifically for vinyl? Or is it just a different... Well, it's not, it's not additive, uh, okay. but it does it cut vinyl, 10-inch ones, too. I love, I love the, the headline, too, where it says mixtapes will never be the same. Because, <laughs> awesomely enough, if you can just put on vinyl, like, your favorite songs, like, your greatest hits, and it, and it, it makes that vinyl for you. Yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah, especially if you get 24-bit audio, like the, uh, yeah, you're familiar with the HD audio, uh -huh. where it's better than CD quality, which YouTube supposedly broadcasts on that level, but then it's got that squirrely compression uh, gurgles to it, too, so it's I mean, th this, this would be amazing. Like, you could truly make your own soundtrack, like normally you would have a playlist anyway. But now it's on vinyl, and it's something that you can have. You make, you can even make your own cover for it, an album, and pass it out amongst your friends. And that would be like a really cool theme party to have, right? You guys yeah. all show up with like your own custom vinyl, and be like, "Yo, hell yeah, oh, check that'd this be out." So fun, right? I want this so bad. Same, I know, because I'm yeah. a I'm a playlist kind of person, yeah. and I and I've tried to teach people how to make their own playlist as in like their own vinyl it's really simple what you do is you listen to the first 30 seconds of a track you listen to the last 30 seconds of a track it doesn't matter what's in the middle as long as your tracks seamlessly flow together you're good oh yeah yeah. so that nice. would be the same thing with vinyl yeah could make it yeah. and small run indie music situations too uh, as long as the discs don't cost that much blank you could really you have a buddy that can think, the sleeves what do you think blank vinyls cost can't imagine. Can't be know. bad. It's a lump of vinyl. It, it has to be. I mean, <laughs> what is a let's a sing, let's just say a single vinyl itself would probably be less than ten dollars. Maybe maybe even five. Because it's got to be the stamping process that's the whole cost. Because it's a really common type of plastic. Yeah. It's just a lump of vinyl. I mean, polycarbonate shells for uh, tech stuff are cheap to buy when you need like a new back of like a cheaper phone. It can't be. So this is definitely, if that. this is the case, this is definitely going to revolutionize the music industry because then bands who want to put out their own vinyl have yeah. this machine. They can easily bypass having to go to a record company and start their own. You would write nobody. Yeah, totally. There's no one you'd need anymore. And there's like a resurgence of vinyl too. I think this is like for the first time since, I don't know what the lot like, 1980 or something or mid 80s whatever it was but like. greg i just as I, I think i told you earlier i sold my vinyl bin my collection mm -hmm. for 500 dollars oh yeah to totally. somebody who's a vinyl collector so vinyl is truly yeah, not just made back. a comeback it's really like still yeah it's embedded it's, in it's actually going to outsell cds this year yes i think since i was just about to say that i don't know what the last year it was like i don't the remember the last time i even bought a cd and I am right. I, I'm a physical co copy person. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Vinyls, man. <laughs> Vinyl. 
vinyl Saturday. That's what it, vinyl Saturday. That's what it sounds like when when you make your own vinyl. <laughs> yeah, it's the sound of you cutting a record. I just randomly pressed that button. I was like, was we're perfect, just gonna yeah. go with this. That's oh, yeah. the way to do it. I've named them before, and it was just like. Oh, uh, that was that was an exercise in futility. <laughs> yeah, it was. I needed it. I needed it. <laughs> yeah. The buttons are therapeutic. Do you do you need me to come over and blow some of my caramel smoke on you to get rid of your Tide smell? Yeah, Greg uh, smells yeah, like I'm Tide good, detergent. You're good now. A, yeah, it's I'm an good issue. Now. Okay, just making sure. It's become a concern. Yeah, it's <laughs> a very big concern for me. All right. What are we doing? What are we doing now, guys? Next juice. As I blow out my vape juice. <laughs> All right. So before we pay some Bob Thorntons. Yeah, so not this, to Bob Thornton time yet. Now, I picked this article because there's quite a few of these a year, and this one is about 6,000 pounds of frozen meat sold to Walmart as recalled for possible salmonella contamination, right? And it sounds terrible. And there's a few, like, recalls every year, uh, romaine, lettuce, all kinds of shit for salmonella or E. coli. But when you think about it, like 6,000 pounds out of like all the frozen meat that's fucking sold at Walmart, like who gives a shit? It's like, not that it's many. processed food. Yeah. yeah. It's bad for you. Yeah, just flat out anyway. It's not bread, though. At least you can and keto it up with this garbage. The salmonella is just a bonus. Yeah. The salmonella is a bonus stronger. for sure. Um, and as a person who recently <laughs> became sure. vegan this year, uh, I, I'm getting, I mean, I'm not like upset that this would happen, but I'm upset for the people who really wanted to buy those sausage patties for breakfast, but they couldn't because they got recalled for salmonella. Right. So, I mean, again, I'm, not, I'm not one of those pushy vegans who forces my, my food ethics on somebody yeah, else. Yeah, you yeah, eat what sure. you want. I'm eating what I want. But, hey, if something that you like gets recalled, I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> but, hey, would you rather have salmonella or would you rather... You know, I'd rather have my sausage patties, goddammit. Right, exactly. I'm like, is this where my salmonella came from? Did you <laughs> no, recently have salmonella? <laughs> no. Did you have this for breakfast? <laughs> no, I, I just like point. I just wanted to point out because like, that's a major problem I think with the just news articles is it's all about the headline, and trying to get clicks, and it's just like more than six thousand pounds. But like in the big scheme of things, that's like. A fraction of a fraction of a percent of the amount of frozen meat that's sold at Walmart's. Now, um, here's the question. You read the tagline. You clicked on it. Mm -hmm. So, what would your tagline be for clickbait for that? For this one? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Oh, man. I wouldn't even... I don't know. Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> that would be my tagline. Like, food with salmonella I was at legitimately trying to ask, like, what would it be? And you're like, who gives a shit? That's yeah. what the tagline would be. It shouldn't even be an article. God damn it. That's like, that's what trips me out about it. I think Buck had a good tagline for it, but I think it was actually meant to be a comment to an earlier piece, but I read it in this context. All right. He put, I wonder if that's the same skin they use for the sex robots. <laughs> that's definitely for one of the other articles for the phone, <laughs> but the pet sausage patty. Yeah. I, I can see it fits. It, you know. Process some animal skin and like repurpose. We've it, been we have talked about animal skin today. We've talked about <laughs> human skin. Now we're talking about sausage patties. It makes sense. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Oh man. All right. I'm really enjoying this. Thanks for having me, guys. Right? Yeah. yeah we thanks needed for coming you. On, man. Yeah. We did. You're doing I, the I, best. I kind of want to come again before I leave. This would be fantastic. I love this. You can. We might be able to uh, arrange for you to pop in as like a bonus. Oh, guest. that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 
Uh, well, maybe next week we'll see. I don't, oh, next weekend I'm, I'm really booked. I've got, but hey, I, I'm enjoying being here. This is fantastic. Yeah. I should have done this a long time ago. I'm sorry Hell it took yeah. me so long. No, we're glad you're here now, man. All right, so Greg. Cece, uh, oh, our, gonna... our guest for next week is actually Cece, who has an awesome show on Radio Vegas also that's earlier on Saturday. You might have caught her um, earlier today or is it next week, but it's every two weeks, and it's good. Sweet. Should we... Uh, yeah, that's the whistle some, boom of goodness. Should we pay some, pay some, some Bob, Bob's? Bob Thornton's, some, es- some Bill S- Preston Esquire's. Pay them billies. <laughs> Can't wait for that next movie next year. It's going to be fun. Hell yeah. A new Bill and Ted? Bill and Ted 3, man. Oh, they filmed you, it. They're finally. done. Uh, it's called Bill and Ted Face the Music. I didn't know. It's yeah, like my dude. favorite movie. I know. Because, so That's now cool. they're older. They have kids. Yeah. They, ha- they haven't been, like, they haven't written a hit single yet, which sucks. That's where the comic book started. Maybe it's based on the comic books. And Death is coming back, so I'm very excited Hell about yeah, Death being dude. back. Because my favorite line is, like, you know, like his Reaper, his rapping Reaper line is, like, you might be, a, 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 a st- like, a... You might something I don't know, but then he was like, "You might be a street sweeper, but sooner or later, you all pay the reaper." <laughs> oh, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, "Yeah, dude, the reaper's oh, the yeah, man." Dude. So cool, I did his dance. All right. Oh man. Hell yeah. Uh, you're so. you're happy. It made you so warm inside. I can see it. It blew my mind, dude. Just I've seeing got... the just seeing the video of Keanu and Alex Winter together announcing it was like, ah, oh, this this needs to happen. Yeah. That movie. Finally. So let's pay me. some let's play or pay some Billy's Billy, Billy Bob's engage. Hey guys, it's Crazy Jay from The Rockin' Comedy Show, and I wanted to talk to you about The Ballsy Company. They have a fantastic product that I am absolutely in love with. In fact, here's a clip of The Rockin' Comedy Show as we talk about it. That's ballsy. Ballsy. Oh, ballsy. That's a uh, ball wash. That's yeah, that ball wash. really that good. off your junk. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's for guys on the go. It's for guys on the go. You know. You know, you got, you got your nut rub, your, your sack spray. And for everything else, nuts bust your body. The funk off your junk. That's right. kind of hilarious. How do I get one of those? That's like smell a fun gift. Has, hashtag uh, live balls out. Live balls out. Right. That's right. Guys, if you uh, if you go to uh, ballsy.com or ballwash.com, both of those companies work. If you use coupon code Radio Vegas, you'll get 15% off your first order. I'm going to smell the sack spray right, right. now. I want the ladies here at Radio Vegas to know what it smells like. So then when we walk by them, they're like, oh. Someone's fresh. <laughs> Guys, seriously, you gotta check out Ball Wash from the Ballsy Company. Mention Radio Vegas in that coupon code. Get 15% off. You won't be disappointed. Kicker Audio. Check it out, Mario. They uh, hit me up, the guys from Kicker. They said, Jay, you have done a fantastic job promoting these headphones. uh, They're awesome. They're all over Facebook. You have tweeted them. We know that you love the headphones. But how come you haven't talked about this wireless Bluetooth bullfrog we have and i said well to be honest with you you never sent me one we don't have tested it within 24 hours there was one delivered to my house so now this is gonna blow your mind mario this is <laughs> you're impressed no dead space speakers on both sides isn't that awesome? Very impressed. Uh, Kicker Audio, everybody. You got to go there. Check them out online. Kicker Audio. Living loud. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. 
Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-709-4389-800-709-4389-800-709-4389. That's 800-709-4389. Ah, that's the sound most people make when they leave Pinches Tacos. Why is that? Because Pinches Tacos prides themselves in making every location unique, but give every location the same feel. I'm not talking cookie cutters like those big chain restaurants. They blend into your neighborhood and create a place you want to call your second home. Their doors are always open. Well, at least until 11 o'clock. Their mission is simple. They provide you the best taco experience by using high quality meats and seafood fresh garden vegetables handmade tortillas and high quality artisan breads they could have made it complicated but they chose not to why because they found through experience that keeping things simple is a good recipe for success and happiness it's also a good recipe for a pretty tasty pinches taco According to Spanish language Stack Exchange, we always use it as an insult enhancer and can turn almost any curse word into a really rude one. Pinche pendejo, pendeja equals f asshole. Now they have six locations, two right here in Las Vegas. Come in, find out why we love them so much. Check them out on Facebook or visit the website, pinchestacos.com, for a location nearest you. Hey everybody, it's Crazy Jay, and I want to tell you about ZipBiz. I know what you're thinking, Jay, you've been telling us about ZipBiz. Well, I have the brand new flavor right next to me, and I haven't tried it yet, so let's open it. And give this, give this a try. My bottle of water, shake that up. Now this is a brand new flavor, mango peach. I have not tried it, I'm looking forward to it. They have a wide variety of flavors, if you didn't know. They've got grape, fruit punch, orange cream, orange soda, iced tea, all fantastic. But let's give mango peach a try. Oh man, that is absolutely amazing. I'm a fan of all their flavors, but nothing like this. Oh man, that is absolutely delicious. Mango peach, Zip Fizz, get it today. Visit zipfizz.com, tell them Radio Vegas, tell them Crazy Jay sent you, and get your mango peach today. Zip Fizz Energy, no sudden crash, 10 calorie, low carb, vitamin B, the healthy energy mix. Zip Fizz! Do you fear the dark? Do you fear the light? Are you afraid of what you've seen? Are you afraid of what you can't see? What responses, you, you say you're testing it at the house, uh, what, what responses did you get when you were uh, testing it? Uh, I mean, I've heard 
my full name, Chris's name, uh, just direct replies to questions and stuff. On World Ghost Radio, the paranormal, the spirits, the unexplainable, with your host, Rocky, on World Ghost Radio. And we're back. It's Greasy Conversation, the talk show. And uh, you were th- you wanted a beverage, yeah? I did. Can you hand me one, please? Do you have a preference? I do chance? not. Do you have any caffeine? Yeah. Cool. What about this fella here? Oh, what is this? Nice ice cold Pepsi. Have you seen this product before? Pepsi, the choice of a new generation. <laughs> we're uh, we're yeah. very 90s right now. Yeah. yeah. Like talking about Bill and Ted, talking about, you know, and that just reminded me of like, that whole Wayne's World segment where, you know, Garth is sitting there in his Reebok gear and he's like, <laughs> I just don't know if, like, I could sell out or something like that. And, he's yeah. sitting there, and that, you know, Wayne is talking about, like, the ibuprofen or Bayer or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's like one of those things. Oh, yeah. See, Bill and Ted, Wayne's World, those are the things, man, that really got me. I love it. Okay. Yeah. I have one. Tums. When I was little, like, the first, like, toddler in front of the TV era when the Tums commercials would come on, I would cry because they rush at you and they're like, Tums, the Tums, Tums, Tums. And like the font got all big and that was terrifying to me. Suddenly large fonts. What were you on when you were a Freaks me out to this child. day. That's oh, man. Like. I mean, it's more what I wasn't on. I probably should have been. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, there, were, uh, there was a news clip, I think, uh, that we found earlier. Oh, we want to jump to that? Can we? Yeah, we totally can. Yeah, we have a guest provided news moment. Yeah, so since we were (laughs) since you just said you should have been on something, I'm thinking this person was either A on something or B at and I'm just saying this as a person with mental health disorders. This is a person that should have been on something if they weren't. Greg, (laughs) please provide us. All right. So this was Someone got set on fire in a Taco Bell. And where? In Florida. Of, of course. course. Yeah. It's where, always where Florida. We've got to have our Florida, Florida. And this isn't like... <laughs> That's an ongoing thing for sure. It's going to be, your other than your mess segment, Greg, you're also going to have what's going on in Florida segment. <laughs> oh, yeah. We always no, have we Florida actually man. do, oh, do every week. Yeah, oh, we used yeah. to have like Florida man There's news, at least yeah. one other Florida in here somewhere. My apologies. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is bonus Florida. Yeah. So, And this is like, this person... Came into a Taco Bell with uh, a little container of gasoline. I don't know how big it was, but I imagine just one of those like couple gallon you get from a gas station full of gasoline. Dumped it on this woman and lit her on fire. Yeah, it's not like she just walked in and like had a lighter and said, hey, I'm just going to like start torching you. She legit came in with gasoline and poured it on it and set her on fire in a Taco Bell. Yeah. Like, I could imagine, like, you being slow to react to that. You'd think you could stop someone pouring a smelly liquid on you before they set you on fire. But if that's happening quickly, you'd be like, what is this? Is it my birthday? The, What's going the first on? thing yeah. I'm thinking of, of course, if this person set on fire, they're immediately running for the border. That's the Taco Bell slogan. It's like, what? I had to come in with that. I had to come in with that. one in there. That deserves a... Thank you. But yeah. let's talk about this. So it said in the article that... Wait, did you put the article in the in the news thing by chance? Yeah, I did. So I want to see if I can get a picture. Is it at the bottom? 
The um, yeah, it's toward the bottom of the second page. In this okay. article, it says that there were other fires in close proximity, and that she was on a bike, which it actually proved that she was on a bike. That the cops, you know, tased her. That didn't work, and then she wanted to went and uh, wanted to stab one of the officers. Um, so she apparently she's not being charged for the other fires because there's no clue. That's not her, or well, is it? It could looks be friendly. No, this is her. It I'm is? pretty sure. Because no. I think this person oh, it is, identifies uh, as female. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you really should shave that. There, much. there, yeah. That's so much beard to identify as female. Still, it really Wait, confuses is people. She, is, no, is like she identifies as male. No, no, no. She was born as a male and identified. Ah, as I a see. Female. Okay, yeah. so in this, though, I'm all for, but I mean, help help us out a little bit because you're still shave, clearly shave it off. You're you're yeah. presenting as a male, even if you identify as a female. Correct. But I mean, okay. it's, whatever. Yeah. Point being is that she's oh, this picture gone. she's not being charged with the other fires because there's no they don't know if she did it yet. But For apparently sure, yeah. there were other houses, uh, two cars, and a church. Yeah, so, so the, the church, church engulfed in flames. So yeah. somebody's been listening to some Swedish death metal <laughs> and wanting to engulf some churches. So I feel bad because this person looks pretty chill, pretty fabulous. I could hang out with this dude. But there chick, was, but. With the fire thing is bad. Don't do that. There was a little clue that can tune us in on whether she was on something or not on something she should have been. And that is <laughs> that the police tased her and it didn't stop her. Now, when that happens... Yeah, that's a warning. That's, a cl- that's like a big uh, fucking neon sign that some PCP involved. We're not no. born able to take a tasing. No. And they did it twice, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So twice. that's definitely... There's definitely some Florida stuff mixed. That's so, a Florida cocktail. What do you think she's on? Uh, I'm gonna just guess PCP. You can't right get PCP. Can anymore. we ask the audience? Audience, yeah. what do you think she's on? Please let us know. I would Comment. like to yeah. discuss this with you. You can comment late too if we're yeah. Not, we'll if we'll pick live. it back up. Yeah. yeah, check. Old comments are also welcome. It's all good. Uh, that story just really warms my heart. <laughs> warms uh, a lot of places. You up think? What about arson? Arson. Oh, arson. <laughs> yeah. Arson. Arsonist. <laughs> that was haunting. Oh, if you ever need an echo, that's the yellow lever. That's the elite. Yeah. This one? That. Echo. Ooh. I call orange things yellow. Just roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In, in this segment, was what are you on now? <laughs> That's a new segment. Like, what is Waz on right now? <laughs> You're welcome. Well, I'm itchy. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Great. Um, let's see. I'm I'm trying to decide. You know, it's... this is. I'm seriously really enjoying this. I needed nice. this night out in, oh, into nice. the into the into the podcast world. I've always been said. I've always been told actually. Hey, you should have your own podcast. I don't want one. I could be featured on one. It's fine. Hell yeah. But I don't want to be, I don't want my own. I can understand that. Totally. Uh, There is more work that goes into it than is immediately apparent. We actually have a whole other journalist that contributes articles, which you know is Ange. Yes, I do. Ange Kerfoot. And uh, there's a lot that we pile up throughout the week to make it happen. Well, if you ever need, even though I'll be gone, if you ever need like a musical kind of like, thing or even a film thing just send us some news clips yeah. and i can talk something and i could just be like hey here's this you can send an audio file or actually preferably a video file and oh. or uh send links or anything 
the, I will the do that. That would be dope. I oh, will yeah. gladly contribute to this show. Australian correspondent. Hell yeah, yeah, you guys, you guys know how to PM me, so you can toss me uh, chunk suggestions too. I know no how to, but I really don't like doing that. We're strict on our format, so don't be offended if I don't use something that you send in. But it's likely I will, um, or your little fledgling company or whatever. Maybe we'll give you a holler. Oh yeah. Community. Ooh, that's the one, man. Community time. All right. Yeah, this... that's the spooky whips. All right. This looks like one of yours was, but it's about <laughs> the Vatican. Oh, yes. I'm so glad. Released an e-rosary. Yeah. Can you <laughs> please explain? It's like a fitness bracelet, but it's a rosary. It does what a fitness bracelet does, except one of the things that it so tracks... It watches your heart rate and stuff like that? Does that? Saying? Tracks your exercises, your steps, like a pedometer. But it also helps you track and schedule your uh, that thing where you do a prayer and, and touch it and stuff. Oh, yeah. And it's activated by doing the sign of the cross. Can, oh, can, it, can it schedule your confessional, too? Yeah, you can like, book an e-confessional. <laughs> Jesus. But, the is, but the thing is, is that no pun intended. I just said the word Jesus. Yeah. I didn't even mean that. <laughs> Where is it? This it's, is one of my favorites. It's sold by the Vatican, by Here the Catholic Church, and it runs one hundred nine dollars a pop. I tell you what, and it's already been hacked. <laughs> okay, that me... this is when you know that the church is really like in the twenty first century, and they're trying to cash in on the market, which is interesting yeah. because they would never have done that before, but. And I'm not a I'm not a believer of religion. I uh, I'm a believer in the universe that yeah, might totally. be God to some people. Whatever, it's cool. But yeah, and like community. Interestingly and enough, I do love this pope more yeah. so than any pope I think I've ever loved. Totally. And I've never loved a pope before. Yeah, yeah. Like, but this guy seems like he's appreciative of like all human beings. And, yeah, you know, At he least, doesn't yeah. he doesn't matter. He doesn't care if you're like gay or whatever. He's like, no, God would never do this. But. I don't know if if Jesus or God would allow a rosary. More than just a rosary. More than just, I'm sorry, more than just, is that what it said? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right as I said that, you're just like, no, more than just a rosary. That yeah. was spot on, Was I'm on top of this. An oh, initiative yeah. to pray, can I read that? Yeah, oh, sorry, let me. Go for it. An initiative to pray for the challenges of the world and the mission of the church. A pedagogy to learn how to pray the rosary and find the way to your inner belief a diversity of topics, standard rosary, contemplative rosary, thematic rosary, an audio guide to contemplate and listen to the gospel. This makes me want a rosary up, too. Have you I kind of want one now myself. Have you ever done, uh, like, Buddhism chants and stuff? Uh-huh. It kind of makes you realize that you can pretty much focus on anything, whether it's real or not, and it really helps your brain. I, I really do enjoy this picture of him right? like, in, like, prayer mode, but it's, like, <laughs> contemplative. But look, the e-rosary is clearly like photoshopped on him because the shine on it doesn't match the environment. I'm wondering if his name is <laughs> Jesus or Jesus, only because he's got a brown skin tone. As and as we all know, like Jesus was never a white man, so this has to be close in close relation, right? Yeah, I mean, this guy looks. Now you're all wondering what is John on at the moment? Just Pepsi. I'm just remembering Pepsi. that because he doesn't look that dark skinned to me. He looks like in that kind of Israeli middle ground pocket. Right. Bless so, your heart. That's totally great. Uh, I ain't hating. I kind of am jealous. Like, he looks so peaceful by this lake. Right. I want to put this rosary on and have a moment like that daily. Like, what do you think he's thinking about right now? Or in that photo, what do you think he's thinking about? Debt. 
<laughs> That's what I'm thinking about when I'm like being peaceful by a lake, but my head's down in my hands and my eyes are closed. <laughs> I mean, he's like, I wonder how many steps I've walked today, Jesus. <laughs> How many steps have you walked next to me? Well, none. <laughs> That's so beautiful. None. Oh, those footprints were—it wasn't. It was yeah. just me. Actually, it turns out carrying yeah. myself. Those two footprints were just me. It turns out those footprints in the sand. Last, it was just me taking care of my own shit for once. Uh, This—I uh, don't know if it was this. I think it was last month when I worked. Uh, when I worked the the festival downtown here, Lib. Um, I walked like 27 miles in three days uh, because damn. I was I was a coordinator for Universal Music Group. Uh, and like the steps were out of control. Like I, I looked it up every day, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Closing rings, like, as they say, twenty-seven thousand, thirty thousand steps a day. Mad closing Damn, rings. Man. I was like, "What the heck?" So over three <laughs> days, it was like at least in the seventies or eighty thousand. Damn. So, but this, I, I, I don't know. I'm not religious, but I would so get. I these. want this object. I know it makes me want to. And like, you look like, how peaceful he is. How many steps did I do today? You do the sign of the cross, and it like beeps and activates, and you find out. Look at this casual situation. Oh, look at that! Is a definite runway statistic right there. See, For peace in the world, that marketing. But but I feel like if you had enough faith, like Jesus would just tell you how many steps you are, <laughs> without needing an e rose. Like you don't need an app for that. Like I got Jesus, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, so just pray harder. Yeah, just pray harder. <laughs> I there's a the little thing we glossed over here for a second. Apparently, these Vatican coders aren't the most experienced because their exercise API, which is spelled like exorcism in this article. Shout out to the <laughs> Register UK for that hidden pun. But they uh, they exercise API gremlins, but they must confess they missed one little monster. And basically, it leaked a bunch of people's personal data just already. Yeah, like right <laughs> off the bat. Yeah. And then even the fix wasn't like a a full fix. Like if people wanted to, they could still brute force the pin numbers to get in. But they corrected the initial problem. <laughs> but I mean. Good dive on the details. Be, uh, be a little wary of religious organizations trying to sell you um, little technological trinkets because it might be that they're just trying to cash in so when are we getting oh we like like special underwear for example or <laughs> the dude, so big about dude that. the undergarments <laughs> yo by the way i just i just looked up on my health data how many steps i took in those three days the first day september 20th was 27,991 the next day was 22,000 Zero eight seven, and then the next day was eighteen thousand. But it looks like it keeps going in between. You see that? That's not what I'm looking at on your phone. Can I see your phone a sec? Yeah, go ahead. You have extra notch. You're the first person I've seen that has a an X series. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I have to show the go camera. Ahead, but go ahead. Do you have an X series phone with like extra notch? Whereas I do. Bonus notch. I didn't realize. I didn't know what that. I don't know what you're talking about. The the controversial notch. When Apple released a, 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 a quote-unquote full-screen phone that still had a notch out of the top, uh -huh. when a lot of other companies were introducing bezel-less, which is smart because you don't have a mechanical camera popping out. Right. But yours just has like this perfectly shaped extra little bite out of it that just is adorable. Thank you. Yeah, it's like, I, you know, people with the, with the going without the case, being with them out the case 
daredevils. That's me. I don't care. <laughs> well, I mean, it's already cracked anyway. It is what it is. But like, but it looks so perfectly plus rounded. Plus, he might be one of those people who can just like hold on to his fucking phone. Well, <laughs> I keep it in my pocket. I'm not Becky. I mean, I'm not cracked. Becky. It is cracked, so it, 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 it has a spill of some it has kind. Spilled. <laughs> but I'm not Becky who walks into Starbucks and drops it like by get while getting my latte or getting out of an Uber. Yeah, I am. I drop my phone. I just daily. imagine there's some people that like <laughs> try to like pele it around. Like everywhere they go, they're just like bouncing it off their knee and like hacky sacky it yeah. around. I've seen that. These yeah. screen covers, this is like the fifth one I've gotten for this phone. I just crack that them and put a new cover on. Phone. Well yeah, it's not new. Oh, right. Well, this I don't a have the 6S Plus. 6, right. I had a 10. 6S, motherfucker. But see, that's six the phone that does I don't have yeah, phone service at the moment since I'm moving. So like, this is the phone without it's service. A baby laptop. But in my in my right. <laughs> and in my in my jacket over there, I have my my government phone that I'm using. Ah. Nice. Because <laughs> yeah. hey, they they take from me, I take from them. <laughs> yeah. We're good. I get a free phone out of the deal. I'm okay. Yeah. That's Thanks. why that's why we Pay taxes. So nope. when I oh, disappear to Australia and I don't have a phone, you still know how to reach me online. Yeah. I'm not, hard, yeah. I'm not hard to find, by the way. My social media is the same all <laughs> over. The same name. Until so you change your name because you're changing countries, so you have to change your name, right? What do you think I should change my name? <laughs> you know what? Let's ask the audience. Yeah, why well, you change his name too? My <laughs> full name is John Bonham Fox. I'm named after the drummer of Led Zeppelin. Which is awesome because you have a poster right next to you, Walsh. Hell yeah. And then there's a poster behind Greg over there for the yeah, U.S. Sure, store. Yeah. But this, yeah, right there. It looks like it's made of Legos, but it was really the real poster from that. It is. It's from The Song Remains the Same. Yep. And I love that. I love that film. Shout um, out to Crazy J for the excellent wall adornments. It definitely yeah. shows John Bonham in his element with his cars <laughs> and his drinking and his drum playing. But anyway, if you think you know what I should change my name to, give me an Australian name. Uh, think about it. And get back to me. My yeah, social comment media. below. We'll be checking all Or you all can week. comment below that you can send it to them. You can send it to my social media, which is at J-O-N-B-O-N-H-A-M on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. PlayStation as well. If you need to go on there for some reason, <laughs> hit me up. Don't let Griefers. the autocorrect change it to a John O-H-M. Don't be me. Don't let that autocorrect get you. Do not put an H in there. Yeah. First of all, people it's always... It's less efficient. There's some news for you, Greg. People right. always... And I mean this, always assume that because my name is J-O-N, there's an athun attached to it. Oh, On my yeah. birth certificate, it says J-O-N. Which is so efficient. That's so modern Nothing and proper. Else. By the way, my full name in total is only 12 letters. Beautiful. My first name is three. My middle name is six. The last name is three. Yeah. That's nice. it. Simple name. Right? Yeah. But people are always like J-O-H-N or the Jonathan. I'm like, No. I'm okay with this. Characters are are not okay. No, but (laughs) I definitely feel like I might need an Australian name. I don't want to be like Mad Johnny, like Mad Max. That'll be kind of cool, but that's a nickname, Mm. right? Mad Johnny's a a, a fucking contender. Do you know? Do you know if I it was if I was going to Mexico that my name in Spanish would be Juan Zorro? What? I learned yeah. this. I learned this when I was is in Zorro high school. Fox. Zorro is fox. Right. Wow, they have a cool word for foxes. Cool. And when I found out that my last name was Zorro I in Spanish, I was like, Yeah, I didn't know that's either. Pretty rad. So Juan Zorro would be my name in Spanish. Hell yeah. If I was moving to Mexico, that's too cool. Anyway, Greg. Well, wait, before we get oh. too away from the cell phone cases. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Buck talks about 
Neil deGrasse Tyson's theory that he talked about on Joe Rogan, that if you um, don't have a case and you fiddle with your phone a lot, where it's safe to drop, say, above a table or where it's carpeted, then you'll be like a military soldier, the military kind of soldier specifically, that juggles their weapon around so they always have good balance of it and good command of it. But the problem is, the last time Neil deGrasse Tyson was on Joe Rogan, his phone was broken. So even he broke his phone. It didn't work. You're going to drop your phone. He's like, oh, yeah, I was carrying some groceries. He had this elaborate, like, but short end of the story, I dropped my phone. Like, you told me I was going to. Arguably the smartest man in the world at the moment. And this theory was incorrect. Well, what's smart about him is he's uh, able to grow and realize when he's wrong. And in this case, he was he was wrong, dude. That's why that's (laughs) why I like him. He admits when he's wrong. That's right. But he still can drop a phone. He's wicked speaking, smart. Wicked smart. Yeah. There you go. Wicked smart. <laughs> and Greg, on to the next news. <laughs> I, love I love how you're commanding him. You're like, you I do, mean, it. do it, sir. Do you? No, that's great. No, I need that. Okay. It's refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can take a breather. I can do this. It's over here. I just press a button. I say, on to the next one. All right. I love it. All right. This is kind of skimp on the details, but still kind of crazy. This this happened in Washington. A uh, couple of roommates, guy is sitting at home chilling, and uh, his roommate comes home, and the guy who's home asks his roommate, you know, are you a vampire? And apparently this guy had some mental issues. It later reveals in the article. Is this article about me? <laughs> no. Did you have a, a, a vampire roommate, or have you been the vampire roommate? No, I think I am the vampire. We've talked about this, no? With the biting people or the nocturnal okay, part? Okay, let's, let's get into the news and then we can All talk right, about that. Because so I'm definitely nocturnal. So am I. <laughs> but let's go so ahead, Greg. So the, the guy who's what well, he responds, you know, is that what the kids are calling me these days? And then his roommate uh, attacked him because he thought he was a real vampire. And he got arrested for it. So this is real life... Uh, what we do in the shadows kind of thing going well, on. Yeah, because the, w- w- the, the moral of the story is even if your roommate is a vampire, even if anyone near you is a vampire, it's not an excuse to attack them. You've got to be tolerant. You have to yeah. be accepting. Accepting of their beliefs. That's right. And, and they're and not they biting are. you if they're not attacking you as a vampire. Then if they're just getting bagged blood or ketchup or whatever, they're, however they're doing it, safe. Well, it's safe, as, it's as another vampire like yourself, because <laughs> we, we know our kind. Yeah. I uh, sparkle, you guys. Right. Um, this is, this is one of those occasions where apparently the vampire did not think that that human was worthy of consumption. Nah. Yeah, exactly. Like, you and I are in the same room as Greg right now. We yeah. obviously don't think that Greg is worthy of human consumption, so Aww. we're not drinking his blood. Sorry, Greg. That just happens to be the case. He's just proved yeah. himself to be valuable. I actually think he looks quite delicious. Oh, so I'm a familiar. He's right. a familiar. That's exactly <laughs> what he is. Nice. I was just about to bring that up. Thank you very much, Greg. And we are in the horror segment. Ooh, vampires. <laughs> so, yes, uh, I, I mean, this, this guy obviously was on something to even attack a vampire. But what did, <laughs> first of all, first of all, what was, what, was, uh, what was his weapon of choice to kill a vampire? They didn't stay. Uh, the, the article is pretty skimp. Honestly, and I didn't find a lot of details. Man, they should have said what he tried to kill the vampire with, because we all know oh, the weapons that they should question. kill him with. Right? What was yeah, this it attack? Yeah, should have been a wooden state, but I'm sure like... You can he just like slap box him. You can't. <laughs> that vampire will beat you up. 
struck him with a metal rod. Okay. But was it silver? I missed that. Metal, maybe. I mean, That's yeah. so metal. So, silver rods could work, I guess. Get yeah. a steak, dude. I know. Take yeah. him to a steakhouse. Medium rare. <laughs> yeah. Dog vampires of- hate that shit. If you're going to take a vampire somewhere in this town, you take him to the steakhouse at Circus Circus. <laughs> oh, God. Now, here's the thing. The salmonella, though. No, no. Here's the thing. As a former meat eater, I know this. The best pl- cer- steakhouse in town is Circus Circus. Now, really? you really? think to yourself, right now you go into Circus Circus, you're like, that place is a shithole. It is, Legitimately. <laughs> but, but the steakhouse is the best part of it. No. That's the little oasis I mean, it doesn't hidden set in Circus a high Circus. Standard. It right. is, oh, I mean, I would take Dr. Dre there if he asked. Wow. Damn. That's how good it is. Dr. Dre was you? like, take me to the best steakhouse in Vegas. Like, the steakhouse at Circus Circus, but we're going to have to go through a shithole to get there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Best come armed, a, man. A trip to travel to do that. Fucking Circus Circus. That's like Mad Max now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as, I'm ta- as we're talking about me moving to Australia, right? thank you very yeah. much. Hell yeah. There did, was a lot of really good movies filmed in Australia. Mad Max, The Matrix was filmed in Sydney. Did it take yeah. place in Australia or just filmed there? I think it takes place there. Cool. Mad Max. I don't know if they ever say it. It's just like... Yeah, it's just a desert wasteland. It's it looks like, like some city. Yeah. It looks like Victorville. It looks like Hesperia. <laughs> yeah. Or somewhere outside in California. Yeah. I the movie was I was talking about earlier, Apple Valley. Risk Cutters, was filmed in, in that area of the desert between California and Vegas or somewhere in those yeah. outskirts. So when you're looking at the desert, you could really tell like, oh, I've, I've been there. You know? Yeah. Joshua trees. Right. <laughs> Well, you've definitely been there. If you've Creosote done bushes. Stuff. I grew up in Apple Valley, Victorville area. Oh, so yeah, so. you would know. Yeah, creosote bushes. I'm Paula. seriously intri- intrigued by this man attacking vampire. <laughs> uh, well, and it's just so many thought was a vampire, but I mean, you gotta, yeah, you gotta have some ball. Like, if you're in a position where you legitimately think someone else is a vampire, and you're familiar with like vampires being supposed to be like really strong and all that and you have the balls i mean good on you man i guess but it turns out it's and just i a loved how i just saw as we were talking about steakhouses and wood whatever i just saw buck's last comment i didn't see what he was talking about before but it says knock on wood <laughs> yeah <all up. laughs> what was he talking about there? something vampirical Oh, he said he's still running strong as far as no cracks on his caseless phone. Oh, this guy. All right. <laughs> this guy. Fucking. Yeah, okay. You're, right. I, after you said that, Buck, watch. You're going to drop your phone yeah. in, within the next couple of days, get and you're going to have to go get it fixed. Look at me. I'm the only person who never dropped a phone. <laughs> Although I'd be doing the same thing. I'd be like, yeah, I've never dropped my phone. What's wrong with you guys? I just did and definitely going to pull a Neil deGrasse Tyson and come but up with a broken phone. Yeah, yeah, I would. I have dropped my phone many times. All right, uh, basically we, uh, every other day. Should we do our second instance of uh, paying some some Billy Crystals? <laughs> paying Billy Crystals now? Yeah. yeah. All the days. We're locking them in. Locking and loaded. Locking loaded. What is Jesse Ray's barbecue? Well, it's a tiny, unassuming place with a modest menu of platters, sandwiches, and house-made sauces. Located at 5611 South Valley View, by the smell alone, you're going to know you're in the right place. Come try the award-winning slow-smoked ribs, chicken, pulled pork, hot links, and brisket. The sauce is also something to talk about, as you will want to eat it with every bite. Here's a tip. Their sauces are available for purchase. When people ask you how do you like Jesse Ray's barbecue, you'll say like most people I know, I don't like it, I love it. 
Jesse Ray's barbecue is 100% legit. Stop on by for a meal that will satisfy your barbecue loving lips. Mention Radio Vegas.rocks for 10% off your order. Jesse Ray's, located at 5611 South Valley View on the corner of Valley View and Russell. Come in, take a bite, find out why they're so award winning. Is your butt a crudely built birdhouse? No. Then why are you sanding it with toilet paper? Dude wipes have aloe vera to protect your sensitive side. <laughs> See? Sensitive. Come on, dude, take it to the hole. Hey, Bobby, I feel like going out tonight, but I don't feel like going to the strip. Any ideas? I say we head over to the Golden Tiki over on Spring Mountain Road. I've never been. What's so great about it? Dude, they got some great, crazy drinks up there, man. And it's right in the heart of all the foot massage parlors, so if we can walk there, you know, we get a foot massage on the way back. Or in case we strike out, right? Man, you're not going to strike out. Dude, I get laid when I walk into the Golden Tiki. Really? I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down to the Golden Tiki, located at 3939 Spring Mountain Road, right in the heart of Chinatown. You're going to love it. This place is absolutely amazing. Come and check it out for yourself. 3939 Spring Mountain Road. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-238-4840. 800-238-4840. That's 800-238-4840. Let's face it, every once in a while, we all need a little help. A call to the bullpen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, have I got a product for you. Rick Knucklecock here to tell you about an exciting new product called Spunk Lube. Yes, Spunk Lube, the all-water soluble lubricant that'll help you perform in the bedroom. Yes, Spunk Lube. You can use it to loosen pickle jars, play a game of hide the pickle. Hide the pickle. Use it to grease your ball bearings. Do you have a squeaky back door? Squeaky door. Need to glaze a ham? Or how about frosted donut? Frosted donut. Yes, Spunk Lube. And boy, do I have an offer for you. If you call now and mention RadioVegas.rocks and order three jars of Spunk Lube, you get two for free. They often say two's a crowd, but three's a party. Spunk Lube. Visit us at SpunkLube.com. Be sure to get your mix of music, listen to us with the RadioVegas.rocks app available at the App Store, and check out our VIP card, interact with us in our chat room, and scheduling of our RadioVegas.rocks shows, plus podcasts. It's all available on RadioVegas.rocks app. I feel like when there's something I own with a signature on it that I feel responsible for, like I'm trying to be less materialistic and 
only own things or own more things that uh, are like replaceable because I already own some things that are kind of cool, like valuable that like I feel like I'm a steward of, like some old video game machines and stuff. That I'm waiting for them to go up in value and so things like that. And I'm like I'm worried to take on a new thing that I would be a steward of because of its intrinsic value due to signatures or something like that. So I understand, and I've I've kept a lot of. Because I was in the music industry, and I still kind of sort of am, um, I, I kept, and I've met a lot of musicians, and I've had a lot of things signed. Mm. And earlier this year, I raised money for suicide prevention. And if you donated to my personal team, you were entered into a raffle, no matter mm-hmm. if you were on the team or what. But every person who was entered in the raffle, uh, they were available, you know, if you, I had a, I had a e-thing, an e-raffler, right, who chose the winners at random. Like, I didn't choose them. It just randomly chose them, right? Yeah, uh-huh. A generator. And the top winner, one of the coolest prizes in there, the top winner chose, there were concert tickets and a meet and greet with a band, like, with a band. They didn't choose that. They chose something really awesome. They chose a signed program from Audio Slave the night that they first ever made a live performance. Oh, wow. I had that, right? And it was the only one that they ever signed. Wow. And it was the, one, the only one in, like, in the world that had mm-hmm. that from the night of their first performance. Damn. And I bookended that with Tom Morello's personally used stage set list from the last night they ever played as a band here in Las oh, Vegas man. at the hol- at holiday. He took it off stage and handed it to me personally. So the winner chose that. So yeah, stuff like Tom that. Morello. I've had But you have a, an internal con- like connection to its origin and stuff. Right. Because I was, you know, I was involved with the band, mm. and I knew Chris, and I know Tom as well. But um, I feel bad getting an object that doesn't have that connection to me, but just for the signature. It's not signed to me, though, then I'm that like poster a that steward. you're talking about. No, no, but I, I feel like I'm taking on, like, a, a new... Responsibility. Like, exactly. But here's the thing about that. The stuff that I gave away, people would say, why would you do that? Are you really suicidal? I'm like, no. I tried to raise money for suicide prevention uh-huh. because my friend died from suicide. But here's the thing. If I know these items that I'm selling are going to a good home, then that's okay. Word. Because I've had the moments with those people. Yeah. You, you might not have met Henry Rollins. I did. And uh. I had that moment. Right? But it's okay to pass that poster because now I'm passing on this, these mm. good vibes. Yeah, and I've, I feel like I've been in a stage in my life, especially over the last year, year and a half, where I've been trying to be that person more and pass things on that I haven't loved or played with as much. Uh, and rather than take on new things, I feel like it would go against this like personal goal I've had in that way. That's what, where my reluctance comes. I, I'm like, I oh, I'm tell. trying to be in a purge mode and like own less things. So it's like, oh, it feels Why like think it might I'm be a step back. Stuff. Yeah, I, opened, I can so relate to I that. Opened, when, I, when I thought about, when I knew I was moving, I went out to the garage and looked at all the stuff from the last house that I moved. And there were about eight bins, eight bins. Most of it's movies and Blu-rays and music stuff. And, you know, a lot of clothes that I don't wear anymore because I used to be 2X. Uh-huh. I'm down to like an XL large. But there's a lot. there was a lot of cool stuff in there. Posters. I just sold two tool posters from 2007. Oh, speaking of tool, I'm trying to be like more tool focused on, on a different kind of tool. But like a couple cool like pieces of audio gear that like might have had history or been cool to a, the right person but were less useful because of their vintage nature I traded to John Kilbach Howler Def shout out to Def what up Def and Naked City Audio yeah you might I know, know Def. Def yeah exactly so in, for a, a drum machine and a sampler and these tools I've made a lot of music with so it feels like uh, I, when I purge 
it's also like that's another goal is like I'm tools only right now. I'm, I'm looking a, for I'm a macro, objects. I I'm make a macro five person, so I definitely yeah, know that. Yeah, that's right. Macro five. You know, I mean, my boys, one pin short. I've been on tour with them, right? And I know a lot of the other bands. Uh, there, there were so many good bands through Macrofy. Oh, wait. Pause on that thought. Speaking of cool bands on Macrofy, you're listening to Greasy Conversation on RadioVegas.rocks. We're experimenting with cold opens. So if you fast-forwarded through the commercials expecting to hear this intro that you're hearing right now, then you missed some content. <laughs> true. Content. And yeah, cold opens. Tell us how it's working. Greg, on to the next one. I, uh, I actually refuse. You refuse. Do you want me to read something? He refuses sometimes. You just got to roll with that. Sometimes we have a refusal. I actually have more more meth news that I forgot about. That's right. And this this one is fucked up. Uh Uh-oh. More fucked up than the last one. Well, last one was kind of, you know, it's like the guy. Of course we could beat that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This one, it's just these two dudes, all right? I don't know if their meth lab blew up or what, but it says that the, the house, during a house fire... These two brothers saved all of their meth cooking, not all, but they oh, this is tried, tried to save their meth cooking equipment and left their 82-year-old grandmother, Gladys Ann Willow, in the house. They were more concerned about their meth equipment than the grandma. Until the grandmother part, I was like, yeah, go for it. Rescue that stuff. Right? But, but then the gra- we got to get the grandma first and the yeah, pets. So. Um, well, the pets definitely go first, then the meth. Then the, the grandmother. Only, <laughs> then the grandmother. And I don't mean to say this. Every human life is, you know, is worthy. But this is a meth But the lady is yeah. 82 years old. She's lived her life. Oh, yeah. Get the meth. The meth, the meth equipment will last a little bit longer than the grandma okay, will. Okay. Okay. Valuable view on it. That hadn't occurred to me. Yeah. I, Good point. I, I'm, not, I'm not a meth cooker, but I'm just saying get the pets first yeah, because yeah. the pets matter. The pets are probably going to go just maybe a little bit longer than the grandma will. 82. Yeah. These pets got some time. But grandma, and they're innocent. This grandma's not innocent harboring this I meth f- lab. Yeah. I feel like pets. she's I feel like she's the madam. That's of right. That house. Oh, she could be. Yeah. yeah. Same hey, you're living here, you need to make some money, sell some meth, get me some <laughs> rent. But now at, this isn't that bad of a fire. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> but oh, now, they did kill their grandmother. She's dead. This is a wussy fire. It says fire their to take two brothers out. killed grandmother in meth lab fire. So yeah, they did kill the grandma. With a wussy fire, she's not tough. So I guess I would be a killer yeah. at this point, leaving my grand, my eighty-two-year-old grandmother in there. Especially with such a sissy fire. But now like, I feel yeah. so bad <laughs> that I would probably rescue grandma and the pets first. I'm, I'm that yeah. kind of guy. I would rescue the grandma first. Maybe my yeah. buddy's grandma, but my grandma's going with me every time. Just saying. <laughs> I think the pets and the grandma would go first. Yeah. As, grandma as can person. hold a pet. She hold, throw, yeah. toss a pet in her lap and wheel her out of double there. Up. Yeah. yeah, but double I, up. I, but I am looking at from the perspective of the the meth the meth brothers. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, no, they logical. Got, yeah, they're facing multiple charges for a lot of shit. So murder I mean, because they kill grandma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, let's These just say dudes. this: if they kill grandma, and grandma knew about a lot more stuff that they could get in trouble for. Then they probably did the right thing. It was probably it was probably planned, but like like you, yeah, I mean, no she witnesses. Could, yo, if she could have been the mastermind, you never know. That's right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, evil mastermind, right? Like crazy meth grandma. Can I grab the wheel a sec? Yeah, go for because it. Because there Shoot. is some cool headlines that we have in the promo stuff that I want to make sure we don't neglect, especially those 3D printed homes I found. 
Did you see those egg-looking fellas? Yeah, they looked pretty uh, pretty dope. Okay, they wait were, for it. But they were 3D printed with... Hemp! Hemp. See, I read the headlines when you, when you guys tagged me in the post to announce me as the special guest. But I just browsed at them, and everything that I'm coming into right now, uh, I'm just coming Yeah, we're in, getting a little hot reactions, hot blank. takes. Hell yeah. That's, that's what I... I don't know. I like that better. Oh, I, I like these. Yeah, these are so cool. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I accept. We value Cooking your privacy. That's fine. Why yeah, do you have sure to you get do. in my way? Sure you do. Just show me, your, just show me the photo. Show me your goddamn content. <sighs> Talk to me about cookies later, okay? I really <laughs> like these houses. Right? I know. They look cool. Look at this yeah. neighborhood. I, I would live in there. For the audio folks, they basically look like white dinosaur turds. Like oh, when you have a dog turd giant, in the sun for a while. Giant like dinosaur Three story. Yeah. You know what these are going to be? This is going to be the new uh, Lord of the Rings story houses. Oh, I thought you were going to say tiny homes, like those people with the tiny trailer That could homes. be too, but this could be like the new Hobbit community. Yeah. Yeah. But like out, yeah, yeah. full-size Hobbits, giant Hobbits. We're kind of all giant Hobbits, right? Yeah. So this is a community are. for giant Hobbits. Are you guys like into architecture? Hell yeah. I follow some architecture yeah. instas. I'm into some architecture. Uh, shout out to New Age Cocaine. New Age Cocaine is a cool Insta account that has... Uh, like retro futurism stuff. Oh yeah. Nice. So it's like retro view of the future and modern examples too. This, this one here that I follow, it's called restless arch R E S T L E double S dot A R C H on Instagram. And it basically shows really cool houses. Um, and they show like they ask you to pick like your oh, favorite oh, yeah. terraces and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick your favorite terraces. Yeah, look, look oh, at this yeah. stuff. This is amazing. You see Restless this? Arch. Yeah. Okay. There cool. We're there. We're there. We're, we're looking together. We're learning and growing, ladies and gentlemen. Look Come at this. On. I mean, they show some so really good. cool stuff. They ask you like, what's your favorite? What's your favorite house? Or what's your favorite? What's this oh, one? Oh, this. This they, is a. Uh, this um, is in South Africa. Look at that house. It looks like a, a Geary, like a Frank Geary. And these are, you look at these houses and you're like, wow. Look at that mm. arc. And that's in South Africa, mind you. Look at this glass banister right? situation. So this, this Imagine whole the thing, fingerprints. I have told many people <laughs> to look at this. This is your, it's your fun wish. To, it's fun to make fun of it too. But, right. But it's your <laughs> wish list when you're like, when you're thinking about you want to be a billionaire. Yeah. yeah. And this is the house that you want. Imagine all the dust that builds up on these slats. Right. <laughs> these are, this is the house envy Instagram is what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, look at that bathtub. See, I love bathtubs uh, like that. I want a bathtub where I can just sit my whole body in and just be like completely relaxed. Okay. So uh, we're oogling this bathtub, right? And I do agree that part of this is like delicious to like wish for. Yeah. But one of my favorite things is to talk shit on it like this bathtub see how it's separated from the wall back there imagine trying to clean in that like half a foot crack between the bathtub and the wall i can't believe you're imagine thinking about trying stuff to clean like that but it makes sense because it, it looks clean now but imagine look at how it's it's closer to the wall on the top and then further from the wall at the bottom that'd be a nightmare to try to get in there to clean well that i'm out. willing to bet that the person that owns this house has a specific maid to do that probably a specific tool to get in there it's black probably city. Right. they probably i don't know if it's a guy or a girl south but they, i would just mold. say they um but i'll go back to that shot right there yeah, where the dusty slats but are. But look, Imagine what is that? Is that another bathtub right there? It yeah. looks like a tub. No. Okay, it's a yeah. bathtub inside the bathtub. So if you're just listening, there's these wooden slats on the ceiling that are uh, maybe like a finger width apart from each other. 
perfect for growing a nest of spiders between them and the ceiling. See that? <laughs> it is in South Africa too. Imagine how many spiders are going to grow up in that ceiling. Like, and then there's like, look at, there's like 40 slats going down here that you'd have to dust the tops of all of them. Here I am trying to talk about architecture. <laughs> And it's he's really talking a, about the wooden slats that might farm. accumulate spiders. And then fingerprints, though. Look at this banister I oh, found true. with. But it's, it's going to be just right up there. It's, it's gonna not going to be on the bottom. Yeah, unless you have you, a kid you who just wipe, walks up and... You can wipe the top. But imagine you're just palming the top of it so you don't fingerprint it. And then you fall to your death and tumble. Go, go you don't back to the, the Instagram itself. Because okay. there are some there are some great photos of just like, uh, like that. Look these at that. underground houses are amazing. See, look at that. That is... Ah, that's incredible, is it not? Breathtaking. Look at that. This house is a bridge. It goes over a canyon. Is that what it says? Well, I mean, if, if that's a house, it's definitely also a bridge. What is the bridge. caption on the photo, does it say? No, it's like a collection. Oh, wait, here we go. Image Which two, com- the mountain accommodation. Uh, Ooh. That's a bridge that's also a house. That's what's going the on there. The third one is, what does it say? Uh, this is... Oh, a boat. come on. Park your boat at your house. Greg, are you seeing this? I'm not. Oh I don't man! Eh, I mean it's pretty cool, but I just don't see anything to make fun oh, of. Oh, that so one right there—that's where I need to be. This house is cut into a cliff. It looks uh, like a cliff just has a mouth on it. That's a house. I need to—I need to live there. Do you know why? Because that's away from everything. Yeah, and that's where yeah. I want to be. I, I'm writing. No my, gonna get to you. I'm writing my novel, and this would be. That's a novel house. That's a novel house to just be away from people. <laughs> this is too fun just looking at architecture. Oh my See, goodness. I thought you'd appreciate no, this. Two weeks from now, we're dedicating like an eighth of the show to just pure architecture enjoyment. Yeah. Uh, I nice. can't wait for my final appearance on here, or at least not my final appearance, but like <laughs> this is going to be your before bonus I leave. appearance. It'll it's be my bonus, bonus appearance. Yeah. It'll be my final appearance anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that might, if I find a place like that, oh, look at that. I, I mean, can't look figure at that out bottom. I wish you were looking this at this right now. I know. Everyone does. <laughs> but on. there's people that can't see, and then we'll describe it. This yeah. is these this boxy thing, I love it, but it's starting to look dated. It's starting to be a but I mean I can't see where That's it gets very dirty, modern. So. Yeah, this has got a this has got look at the, the, the window sills are kind of retro. And I like though. the I like the the uh, the green around it. It, well, the thing it seems is, like these windows are mirrored. Can you three D print those houses on the side of a cliff? This one the, Doubtful. This one that looks like a giant letter P can 3D print the crap out of that. Yeah. Definitely. The house on the cliff, not so much. The Ooh, look at that. This is killer. That looks almost like the cover rectangle. of uh, uh, Physical Graffiti by Led Zeppelin. That's it. That's it. That, yeah. Well, there's some dusty slats here. There's a spider oh farm Oh, my right God. There. Here we go with the dusty slats. <laughs> and then look at this fingerprinty glass thing there. Oh. <laughs> it's a... Oh. It's a... Uh, uh, We're going to have the epidemic. next uh, the next segment uh, uh, in two weeks is going to be architecture with JVF. Yeah. And and commentary of slats by Waz. Disses by Waz. Architecture. 3D disses. printing that, whatever that is. This, okay, in this picture. Oh, that's like, that, that's like alien pod sleeps things in alien movies. There's an alien pod situation with like two bunk beds and everything is rounded. See, I love this because imagine cleaning these corners would be so easy because the corners are all super rounded. It looks like it's all rounded. And you don't have to clean the back because the bed is pushed up to the wall. Yeah, this is all, you could wipe this down with a cloth and be done that's in a minute. That's interesting how... This side, you can walk up this side, and it's not like it's open on the other side. Yeah, this, Most bunk beds are like that. This bunk bed, you access the top from one side, and you access the bottom from the other side, like That's a big letter ingenious. S. That's ingenious. Brilliant. Yeah, 
And then look at this molding. Instead of the the bottom of the bunk bed meeting the floor, it curves out and becomes part of the floor for like half a foot. And look, if you look on the other side over there on the other side of the it's bunk like bed, curling those are stairs. drawers. Those are drawers under the bed. Oh! Look. You yeah. See the slats? Okay. Those are there's a drawers or something in there because they wouldn't be there for a reason. Building drawers into that is wonderful. I have no shit to talk on that. But it's also a spider breeding ground. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? I don't know. It has to be in spider the, drawers. It is now. Anyway, oh. No, this this wicker chair will breed some spiders. That's for sure. And you imagine trying to dust off of these these beams in the top. That's where you get okay, like, uh, a rat uh, nest. Can we move on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of talking about the spiders. What are we talking yeah. about? Let's talk about how blue light can make you get fat. Yeah, lay it on. Right. If you leave the TV on, it will fatten you. Blue Wait, light. we gotta hold it. Look at that tail. That blue light, that TV. When you're sleeping with the TV, you're gonna get fat. And what is, what is it just like sleeping with that type of light affects your metabolism? Yes, apparently. So if I have the TV on and I fall asleep with the TV on, I'm getting fat. It's fattening you. Well, no, like turn the the sound of the TV, that's fine. But you have to turn the image off. Oh, I do that with the on YouTube where they, yeah. for like the 10 hour sleep thing where it's just all black. Mm -hmm. And I just listen to rain most of the time because people it's a good move people wonder they're like you've never lived in the cold or because you've lived in the desert right and as we discussed me and the sun we don't have a working agreement which uh, neither no. do you no no uh but when it rains that's my happy time and people are like they're like they it's sad when it rains i'm like for you yeah. for me i get excited for me it's slows, it slows the world <laughs> down yeah it's calming it's the same thing with snow if i hear rain i'm like Everything slow down. When I see the sun, everybody's like, the sun is peaceful. I'm like, no, that's when everything is moving too fast and everything's like chaotic. Oh, that's that's how I look at the sun. Yeah. But when it rains and it snows, everything's quiet. It calms down and Everyone smooth. takes a second thought. Right. Text your buddy, is it raining where you are? Everyone's all excited. Yep. Yeah. It was raining in New York earlier when I checked the weather because we were talking about weather moving to that's Australia. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Next piece of business. So... Uh, oh, the TV light. Do I have? Yeah, well, that's that's a simple enough one. And if you want to look more deeply into it, it's a good time to remind you that if you go to greasyconversation.com, we've got a link to this very same uh, live notes article. So you can look at all our notes and all our sources. So what else do we got to confirm cover? it? But we really got to cover that teen that ate her horse after it was put down. Yo. Brilliant, right? Ruthless. But that's an agricultural uh, I mean, specialist there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep my comments to, to myself anyway, on this one. I mean, the horse lived a great life. It's serving you in a new way. Why waste its meat? It's the best way to honor it. And she said it was the best meat ever. And what love can you share with something that you and uh, had a bond with? But than to take so that basically bond. you're telling me. I mean, she didn't kill it like when it wasn't already time to go. So if I... If I marry somebody... And I know they, where you're going, and I agree. It's true. Well, you're basically saying in the same manner, if I, if I marry somebody, I fall in love, and they die before me, and I eat their remains, that's the way to honor them? It is a way to honor them, but I feel like while I don't have the strength to do the preparation, were it prepared... I don't honor Ange like that. I'd like to think she would, too. I'd like to think she'd get a couple meals out of me. <laughs> well... I mean, I'm not using that flesh anymore. 
I mean, yeah, I think if my that, spirit you know, ain't I mean, inhabiting it. That's cannibalism trash. is one of these weird stigmas we just have to get over. You know, it's okay. You could to get eat. mad cow though. You could get sponge of farm. I'm okay with cannibalism. I, I watched, you know, one of my favorite films is Cannibal Holocaust. So I really had yeah. like no, no qualms with cannibalism. You could get encephalitis though if you eat any of the neural tissue. That's right. how the cows get mad. Cows eating. A brain and spine tissue of other cows. Okay. So if I if I ate you, I'd have mad waz disease. No, just you just muscle only. You okay. only eat my muscles. Fair. It's and the burgers. fat. You can eat lumps of fat for sure all day. Mm. Please. I'm trying to cut down on the Take fat. Take it. I'm trying to cut down on the waz fat. Burgers. No, that keto situation though. All fat, protein. Yeah, but here's the thing. Keto was just renamed. It was the Atkins diet. They just renamed it. For sure. And most of the time, what is the what is that? What did he die? Do you know what he died of? The guy who invented it? Uh, they didn't tell you. Do you know why did they he, probably didn't did tell you? Did he die you? of, like, no bread disease? Well, what I'm saying is they probably didn't tell you the reason why because he probably died of having, like, a heart attack uh, and just eating the meat instead of the bread, right? Uh, and they don't want to discredit that is what I'm saying. And as a person who's a vegan... Nor does she just not eat vegetables. The vegetables toss some of that in the mix, too, for sure. Most people... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't... Most people who take out carbs don't realize that carbs are good for your brain. Mm. So... In my case, even though I'm vegan, even if I wasn't, I eat a 50%, 30%, 20% diet. It's 50% uh, carbs, 30% fat, 20% protein. Mm. That is the balanced way. And, of course, you're, you're, you shouldn't really be concerned about the macronutrients more so. You should need to be control, uh, talking about the micronutrients like, you know, your iron, your calcium, stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. what or, you're eating. Or like uh, processed bread versus a proper, like uh, if it was carbs from a bread that was like we ate bread uh, in the ancient days, I guarantee they turn into like, they fatten you up a lot differently. Sprouted grains are the yeah, best. Yeah, yeah. You eat the I best you bread. you toss some of that in, no problem. The best bread to probably eat on the market that I would say is Ezekiel bread. Yeah, yeah especially yeah, if sure. you're just doing keto temporarily to get to a certain point and then you bring in a balanced amount of carbs. I think balance is always the thing. But yeah, this, yeah, totally. this I understand the situation. Um, I think she might have done the right thing by eating her own horse, but I also think she, if she, if she thought about this logically, she actually could have made some money by selling the meat herself. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's such a such that's a, a great thing. point. But yeah. I mean, horse meat isn't very marketable. It but is I, in certain situations. Yeah, she could have sold it and made some money. Instead, she decided to eat it. She could now have she eaten. sounds selfish. Right. She could have <laughs> eaten a little portion and said, hey, I want, I want this horse inside of me because it was a part of me. <laughs> and, he ca- and, the, and the horse couldn't really be inside of me because then that would be bestiality. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, there's a consent issue with that yeah, if yeah. you're thinking about But she should have sold it for money. And I'm not trying to say I'm that person, maybe because I'm selling my own stuff on eBay right now, that I'm, con- con- you know, I'm, talking, point, about, that I'm yeah. talking about money. I'm not that guy. You guys know me. Uh, I'm yeah, not yeah. very money centric. I, I don't think of like that. But she could have done some business and actually sold horse meat and made some money. That's right. She could have, yeah. Maybe <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe she only had one burger. She Next just- time, sell the horse meat. <laughs> All right. Should we do our last our last short Our last uh Billy Crystal? Yep. Billy Bombs. Uh That's right. Do you want to pay more for a new car or new home or less? Yeah! 
Do you want to pay higher interest rates on your credit cards or even to refinance student loan debt or less? The secret to paying less on everything is a better credit score. Is your credit score less than 700? Do you even know? Well, now at the same time, you can learn exactly what your credit score is and learn how to make it better. And when you call our special credit repair hotline, you'll speak to an expert that will tell you simple steps to start improving your credit score. And the call and consultation are F-R-E-E. That's free. I'm telling you, the secret to paying less is a better credit score and you can fix it right now. So please make this free call and change your life. 877-857-1658. 877-857-1658. That's 877-857-1658. Ah, that's the sound most people make when they leave Pinches Tacos. Why is that? Because Pinches Tacos prides themselves in making every location unique, but give every location the same feel. I'm not talking cookie cutters like those big chain restaurants. They blend into your neighborhood and create a place you want to call your second home. Their doors are always open. Well, at least until 11 o'clock. Their mission is simple. They provide you the best taco experience by using high quality meats and seafood, fresh garden vegetables, handmade tortillas, and high quality artisan breads. They could have made it complicated, but they chose not to. Why? Because they found through experience that keeping things simple is a good recipe for success and happiness. It's also a good recipe for a pretty tasty pinches taco. According to Spanish language Stack Exchange, we always use it as an insult enhancer and can turn almost any curse word into a really rude one. Pinche pendejo, pendeja equals f asshole. Now they have six locations, two right here in Las Vegas. Come in, find out why we love them so much. Check them out on Facebook or visit the website, pinchestacos.com, for a location nearest you. Hey, Radio Vegas Rocks listeners, it's your favorite troublemaker, Sober Sal, from the Not Playing Stupid Podcast. I'm headed to Summer Meltdown this weekend to partay. And do you think this degenerate has time to sober up or take a shower to that four-day music festival? No, ain't gonna happen. The cool things I don't need to. I got dude wipes. Dude wipes aren't your typical ass wipes. Dude wipes are made from plant-based fibers and are actually certified as flushable. Not only are dude wipes alcohol fragrance-free, they're also lined with aloe and vitamin E to ensure your anus isn't so heinous. So go to dudeproducts.com and use checkout code SHARTWEEK and you receive additional 15% off your entire order. Someone has to take care of your ass. It might as well be you. Come on, dude. Take it to the hole. I love it. It's time for two clueless dudes. If you are interested in getting the, the nacho box, <laughs> the new nacho box nacho from Taco from, Bell from Taco Bell in Las Vegas, in the entire valley. You are SOL. Here's why. There was a commercial plane that crash landed into the warehouse in California. Aww. I don't know if California is affected. Taking out all of their nachos. Every. All their tortilla chips. Wow. No, seriously. Yeah. It like took out all of the, on the Western hemisphere. So all tortilla chips caught fire. The and there's apparently warehouse? a corn so- shortage. Yeah, now now uh, now the valley is also short on corn. Two clueless dudes. 
every Friday at 7 p.m. on Radio Vegas. Rocks. Ah! Ah, that's it! Ah! Ah! Hey, you guys, check it out. It's Greasy Conversation. That's the slice of destiny. And we're here with John Bonham Fox. And we're totally getting ready to go back into the submarine of knowledge. Yeah, so this one is about uh, lucid dreaming. The you guys ever, have you guys ever tried to do that? Or tried. tried to like actively lucid dream? I did it the other night. Um, yeah. So I've been trying to remember some techniques. And there's different levels of lucid dreaming. Like there's levels of skill to anything. Like mm. you can roll along the ground on a skateboard and you're technically skateboarding. We didn't pull any tricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it was either last night or the night before. Um, I was having a bit of a nightmare. There were uh, something rushed by. I was on the roof of a building with some friends having fun. And then more like egg-like things rushed by. And they're like, it's drones. It's Chinese drones. They're attacking. And I was like, that doesn't sound up. Drones and there's no propellers on them. They're just like these weird egg drones. I'm definitely dreaming. So I decide, okay, uh, only one way to find out. So I went in a hallway and tried to fly. And I was like, oh, I can fly in this hallway. So I'm definitely dreaming because I can't fly in real oh, nice. life. That's one of the ways you test. This is a known thing. Uh, if you can get yourself used to testing if you can fly in your real life, mm. then you're going to do it in your dreams. Uh, it's something that you do. So, And since I succeeded in flying, I knew it wasn't real life because I can't fly normally. I, I, there's a muscle that makes me fly in dreams and oh, yeah. doesn't do it. I can't explain it per se, but I think anyone can... Feel you had that experience yeah. when you try to feel like you're flying like you know but you actually fly so then i jumped off the roof and like flew around but i was only able to fly for like a couple seconds before i just woke up and how that's did the you risk. how did you get into the lucid dreaming state i was in a normal dreaming state and i became suspicious that i might be dreaming did a dream check in the form of trying to fly succeeded in confirming that I was dreaming, which at that point I was lucid in the dream and, and that I was aware that I was dreaming and in control. And I was only able to take control enough to fly for a little bit before I woke up. And that's the, one of the things that happens is like, sometimes you become too lucid and you're just awake. Yeah. My, yeah. my dreams are, I, they could be lucid or whatever, but I, most of the time when I dream, like it's very weird scenarios that I've not been through ever in my life, <laughs> mm -hmm. but some have. And like random people in my life will pop up in my dreams from my past life. Oh, yeah, for sure. And like because I'm writing this novel, right? And I'm writing it based loosely based on my life. Mm -hmm. So I'm quelling things from that I thought about through my past. Like recently, I'm writing this chapter uh, called Diamonds. And it refers to some of the, the people that I've dated throughout my entire life. And I thought about this girl that I'd met at a summer camp that I was at for like a week. And I went to the summer camp every year for, you know, for a couple of years, like four or five years. And uh, on my last time, I met this really cool girl named Rebecca. She was from Desert Hot Springs. And for that week, we were like together for one week. And that's all that relationship was. We tried to yeah, stay yeah, in contact yeah. after that. But because, you know, the long distance thing, it just didn't work out. Yeah. But I thought about her and then somehow thinking about these things opened up a whole different portal of my entire life. And now random people from my past 
are popping up in my dreams with situations that have never happened ever. Oh, it's so it like activated that? Yeah. That's insane. And by the way, I did not put my mouth on the Diet Coke bottle that you handed me. I was <laughs> smart enough. I knew you were saying I was taking the, 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 the mouth risk. But what I decided to do was I poured the Diet Coke into the Pepsi can. Yeah, this is blasphemous. But, in but I, ingenious and not working. Yeah. Ingenious in recycling and not putting my mouth on the Diet Coke bottle. Yeah, because that yeah. bottle is probably here for mixers, but we don't know if it's been mouthed up. Yeah. But now we just know the liquid flew over, like it flowed over a mouthed up opening to get into your can. Yeah. Right. So, so there's a there's like there's a third a party of mouthing. Contamination. Yeah, there's like an edge mouthing. I actually just poured it over it so it didn't even touch the can. But this could be like the T-virus kind of thing. And I was actually thinking about that. I was watching. I just watched in the past couple of days the whole Resident Evil series. I've been on oh, like yeah. a horror kick. So I yeah, watched yeah, like yeah. Final Destination, the entire, oh, the, entire, the entire collection. I watched yeah. Saw, the entire collection. I just watched Resident Evil. Now, because it's Halloween week, I'm about to watch The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. And watch all the original Universal Monster movies starting from the beginning in the release date order, which is like Dracula, Frankenstein. Uh, oh, damn. You know, the you Invisible Man, stuff like that. I have the all the Universal Monster the, movies. Yeah. Creature from the Black Lagoon, Bride of Frankenstein. Well, you, you know, on that note, is there any other container that you put your mouth on the outside of to consume what you've purchased? Because cans, mm. you put your mouth on the container that it, the the substance traveled to you in you don't put your mouth on the outside you of like a pour Twinkie a bottle or, into a bottle yeah but i mean like the bottle the cap covers the part you put your mouth on whereas a can you're putting your mouth on the outside that like could add trucker skin flakes wafting onto it and rats humping on it and stuff the whole time and then you put your mouth on it and drink out what of was it. on the what was on Nothing this can before you handed it to me who knows people could have been grabbing it by it the top of the journey, can man. it, it could have rolled through some dog shit we have no idea. If, if when I go to Australia and I have like some disease, I'm, I'm calling you. No, you'll be strong. You'll be like, wow, these people got some disease I didn't get. I wonder what vaccinated me. Was, I'll probably end up with the T virus and it'll bond with my cells and I'll be Alice. Is what nice. the case would be. Except L in Australia. Except in Australia. And then, I'll, and then at some point it'll turn into a Mad Max situation. <laughs> There'll yeah. be like zombies or whatever. And you'll be an invasive species. I will be I will be videoing it for you and I will be sending it in for the show as your Australian correspondent. Uh, yeah, Australian and be like, correspondent. Look, and be like, look, this is what's happening out here. It's turning into a planet terror situation. Yeah. Nice plug and, for uh, the nice plug for the Tarantino stuff there. Australian correspondent. Oh god. <laughs> Shout out to Greg who unplugged his mic. <laughs> Shout out to Greg. <laughs> and speaking of that, uh if anybody is a fan, I'm not sure if I'll you guys so. are and if you've read it, um, not just working on the novel, but I finally, because of the last movie that came out, uh, my Tarantino compendium that I authored is all finished because of the last movie yeah, so far. Cool. Nice. And I oh, did yeah. it, I, when I saw the last movie, I saw it twice in one day. I saw it at 4 p.m. when it was over at 7, took an hour break, saw it again at like 9 p.m. With, with three other friends, and I was able to, in two, in two viewings, see the movie and look for the stuff that I was looking for and pay attention. Nice. And then the second movie was the, the rest of the scavenger hunt. And believe it or not, a couple of weeks later, I was in LA seeing my friend's massive attack play at the Hollywood Palladium. Massive nice. attack. And I was jelly seeing that. You know, do it. You know I know you were. Do you know who I, do you know who I met at the massive attack show? Bob Dylan. I'm and sorry. I met Brad Pitt. 
Ah, how oh, funny. Wow. Is he chill? He so, seems like he's cool. Well, him and I, we were mutual friends of Chris Cornell, and I didn't go up to him as a uh, fan. I said, hey, man, you and I had a mutual friend, and he was like, who's that? I was like, Chris Cornell. And he was like, he just took a step back and put his hands on his heart and gave me that heartbreaking look. And uh, yeah. in that moment, him and I bonded. That's nice. beautiful. That's I can awesome. picture him. But like, then I, I told him off the cuff, I was like, hey, something funny, though. I wrote this Tarantino compendium. You know how, like, in, in, in Glorious Bastards, uh, Donnie Donowitz, the bear Jew, is the father of Leo Donowitz, the director in True Romance, who's making a war movie called Coming Home in a Body Bag, which, interestingly enough, Donnie Donowitz blew up in the theater and it was in a war in a wartime, so he ended up coming home in a body bag, which is what his son was writing a movie about. But interestingly enough, Brad was like, yeah, he was like interested. And then I said, and you know how Floyd, the stoner on the couch, your character in True Romance, is related to you, Aldo the Apache in Inglorious Bastards. And then all of a sudden, he just looks at me in his Brad Pitt voice, did you send it to him? And I was like, send it to him? He's like, yeah, send it to him. He'll get it. I'm like, how do you do that? <laughs> yeah, like, and he's like send it to his production company and I'm like okay so Brad was really cool in that moment mm -hmm. to bond with me over the Cornell thing but tell me something that I needed to know to get to my Tarantino thing and mm -hmm. try to That's get rad, a hold man. of my favorite director that's right. So if you guys want, I will send you the Tarantino. I will send you both the compendium. Oh yeah. And if you ever want to read, read it, it, or if you know if your viewers or your listeners want to read it too, they can. And I would suggest <laughs> what you're going to do is you're going to th think about these movies, and then while you're watching the movie, you're going to pull it up, and be like, "Holy crap!" Like all these things that are related to each other. Yeah, because it's like a consistent universe he's got going. Yeah, on. That's, that's amazing. There's like little things that he put in, like yeah. Kevin Smith would do, like. Interest in Kevin feet. Smith movies, the right <laughs> Tarantino's thing is feet. There are bare feet in this movie. Uh, uh, Sh Sharon Tate or Ro Margot Robbie's character, I think, while she's watching a movie, she takes feet specifically. Right, uh, there's a girl in the, riding in the car with Brad Pitt. She has her feet up on the dashboard. But yeah. I like how in like Kevin Smith films, his cigarettes are named nails, right? And in oh, Quint yeah. and in Quentin Tarantino's, his cigarette or tobacco is called Red Apple. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, but the brand is like in all the movies. Yeah. Right. Uh, and in this one, they actually finally tell you when Red Apple Tobacco. It was in like a commercial at the end of the, at the end of the movie, like Leonardo DiCaprio was like in the credits, <laughs> and they actually tell you when Red Apple was invented, like oh, tobacco. Wow. That's dope. And throughout that, you'd never know. Uh. So, but uh, I'm wait. I got a quick one I want to throw out because we we hyped it, and that's the hero coach that hugged oh, a yeah, yeah, yeah. a kid at school with a shotgun. That was walking the halls about to shotgun it, and this coach just came and hugged it out of him. Yeah, he like what? disarmed him yeah. and then like gave him a hug. Like Check it was a really out. crazy moment. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, wait till you see the footage. So the coach disarms this kid, and uh, so you see other kids running, and this coach just like, I see hugging starting before the disarming. Yeah, it's kind of like. And look, you can see the talking to him and like showing him love, and then the hug is returned. And it's beautiful, right? Yeah. All right. This coach is definitely a hero because, first of all, he started hugging him when he had the gun in his hand. Yeah. He right. took the gun from him. He gave it to another student to take oh, away. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, that's the coach with the gun. That's right. So he's got the gun first, but then it turns into hugging. But what I think the coach did, and I admire, is that right here, he's probably telling him, look. Yeah. I know you're probably going through something. But like you're valuable, but this you're valuable. A, this isn't a thing to do. It's gonna yeah. be okay, yeah. And the kid will probably get in trouble for bringing, obviously, a gun on campus. Yeah, totally. totally. But like, 
the coach did the right thing. He just saved a lot of lives. He saved his own life. Yeah. And he saved that kid's life. For sure. Yeah. Because that kid probably would have committed or died by... Here's the thing. I don't like using that word committed. Sorry. But that kid probably would have died by suicide. Mm-hmm. And this coach just... He really is a hero. Totally. And I yeah, commend for him. Sure, man. Like, honestly. As a person who, like I said, who deals with mental health issues and myself and is in the mental health community... Um, this is one of the most admirable things I have seen in a very long time. Yeah, it's really just right? an awesome moment. and uh, That made me very happy. Yeah, yeah this is a good way to, to start tying off the end of things yeah. as we're in the home stretch. Now, we do have uh, a good uh, eight minutes, so it's an eight-minute countdown. All right, so... Eight-minute drive. All right, so I don't know if anyone is familiar with uh, the game company Blizzard, I'm sure, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you're grabbing this one. Yeah. I think my friend actually works for Blizzard. Yeah. Have you heard about Blizzard's they, recent controversy? I have not. So what happened, I guess there was this, uh, there was like a Hearthstone. They make Hearthstone, which is a very popular online card game. Um, there was like a Hearthstone tournament. One of the Hearthstone players was met, talking, was supporting um, the people in Hong Kong because there's all the protests and all that going on. It's, it, that shit's crazy, right? But they're supporting all the protesters in Hong Kong. And so Blizzard basically just banned them from competing in the tournament. Or yeah, it was one kid that won the tournament. Yeah. And in his speech winning, he said, like, free Hong Kong in Chinese. And this was a Chinese team. And Blizzard... under the fist of the Chinese government uh, took that kid's prize away and banned the whole team. Okay, so uh, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but our vice president, Mike Pence, actually came out recently and was like in support of the protesters as well, which is mind-boggling to me. Wonderful. he, he He basically called out Nike and a couple other companies who are under the Chinese regime, like... Because they manufacture they stuff like, have, like some screws getting turned right, by China, and, yeah. but they're also trying to quell the the protesters, much like Blizzard is. And I'm with the protesters, to be honest. As, oh, yeah. as oh, you yeah, all know me and my sure. activism and stuff like that, I'm with the protesters about this, and I'm with protesting if you're trying to be free and have these freedoms. Yeah, and, totally. I mean, if you stand for like American values, as cheesy as that sounds, but like that's they're they're a model set of values of what roles the government should have and what powers the Emilio, government should have Emilio in Western Zapata, society. Emilio Zapata yeah. once said, I'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees. Yeah. And that's the way these protesters act, and I'm with them. For sure. Yeah, uh, totally. And I don't, I, I'm really against Blizzard now. I'm really against Nike and any company who's trying to quell uh, freedom. It's such a bummer because I was so with Nike through the Kaepernick thing, you know. I'm yeah. still with Kaepernick. I, I don't For care sure. what anybody says. But, and, and like, I think that uh, Nike being a big corporation... Uh, I'm willing to see how different leaders do different things with it and be cool with them again because of what they did to support Kaepernick when no other company was taking a stand. That still matters. But for them to, to be weird on this uh, Hong Kong thing, it, it skeeves me out. There was another company. I don't remember the name. But but um, before we run out of time, mentioning why these people are all dressed as Winnie the Pooh in this picture and for the audio people, what I brought up is a, a new Facebook event that you can join called raid blizzcon 2019 dressed as winning the poo they can't ban us all and why this is significant yeah oh you can go ahead xi jinping the president of china looks like winnie the poo but when anyone brings it up they're immediately banned in china for example pewdiepie which is funny because youtube is banned in china anyway but um he shared a meme about xi jinping looking like winnie the poo and then they just banned everything pewdiepie in china now which is like, I'm sorry to my Chinese fans, but this yeah. is kind well, of an example like, of what's like messed a, up. And this trend of like, 
you know, raiding places. They can't ban us all from the Area 51 thing. It's yeah, just, it's a play it's on that, funny. too. I, I'm really over this whole, like, <laughs> trying to take control of people situation that's been going on for way too long. Well, especially people oh, yeah. that aren't violent. When there's violence, when there's people who are taking away rights from other people, that's a problem. Or but stifling people are just information. Express, yeah. Stifling, exactly. This might be, this might be uh, interesting for some people, but I'm the, I'm the person that believes you're a human. You should go as you please anywhere you want in the world because you're going to die on this planet regardless. As long as it's not hurting anybody or getting right. in anyone else's way. I don't understand yeah. why we have border control. I don't understand why we have passport situations. I mean, I guess I get it, but like, st- you can still be a country without all that stuff. You can still make money and provide, but what's the point? We're humans. We we are going to we live on this earth. We die on this earth. We should be any be able to go anywhere as we please, acting accordingly, yeah. unless. You know, you're trying to be violent, which is yeah. stupid. The borders aren't blocking criminals. The criminals get brought in other ways. The borders yeah, generally yeah. block people looking for a better life that actually improve. And in studies in universities for centuries of immigration, the more immigrants come to a country, whether they came from better or worse countries, they the people that have the ability and the gumption to immigrate at all are the people most likely to contribute. And the, the cities that have the most immigrant populations, the clumps of the immigrants are usually where the crime is lower and people work harder, except when it's uh, immigrants that happen to be brought in by crime organizations. And then the problem is the crime organization when, or the yeah. poverty. When people ask me why I'm kind of a socialist individual, I always say, well, look, I'd rather all the money be pulled together to help people instead of it going to like the top 1% yeah. where it's like nobody's getting money and it just barely trickles down. And I'm willing to take what uh, people that study these things and apply the scientific method to them have to say about it. And the people that have actually studied immigration and hundreds of years of it and the people that have really applied the scientific method to it, those are the same people that make airplanes fly and make heart transplants work. It's the same method. And if those things work, maybe we should apply that to our immigration policy. Do you, I was just thinking about this because uh, a lot of the musicians that I know that are political like Anti-Flag or Tom Morello or stuff like that, uh-huh. they always get said, they always say, well, you don't know anything about politics. Stop talking, right? I understand that, like, Kid Rock and Ted Nugent have their beliefs, too. I don't really call them out and say, hey, you shouldn't be talking about what you want to. But people will call out people like Tom Morello, who both believe it or not. Tom Morello, Harvard, who has a master's degree, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, or a, a doctorate. Harvard, a Harvard degree yeah. in political like science. Arts, and, yeah. they <laughs> say, and they say, you don't know anything about politics. Shut your mouth. And I'm like. He's actually here's, qualified. Well, here's, yeah. first of all, here's the thing. He's still a human being. Right? Yeah, um, totally. Any person who wants to run for president, any person who wants to be in politics, you're still a human being. So by telling a musician they can't talk about what they want to talk about is stupid. Yeah. Because what yeah, they're yeah. Writing, their songs are still what they're going through and what mm. they want to talk about. People so, shouldn't be silenced like that anyway. No, you're banning freedom. Mm. And I'm not trying to ban the left. I'm not trying to ban the right. I'm trying to bring us together so we live in unity. I know yeah, that's stupid. Totally. I just want us to survive. I'm trying to survive this disease. That's it. Yeah. Because right now we are, we are living in a disease. Uh, we're trying to... People are telling us what to wear. People are telling us what we need to be doing in China and stuff like that. Well, it's, it's the origin of the Dark Ages when information was silenced, when people didn't have the facts to base things on. Uh, disease went ran rampant and led to extinction of a significant percentage of the population. We've had the opioid disease, which I've been a part of. We've had the epidemic mm-hmm. of mental health diseases. Meth! Meth, <laughs> uh, setting All people day, on fire, yeah. <laughs> stuff right. like that. This is this is a serious epidemic of the world, and we are headed for disaster. And we need to change things. Yeah, yeah. you know, and ha- we can do that by coming together and following the example of our next 
Following the example of the Winnie the Pooh situation. It has what to be a quick one. We're in that last this, minute. Yeah, this last one. I just, this has got to be one of the cutest goddamn things I ever saw. Teaching rats to drive little tiny cars. Oh my gosh. No they're Jeez. Even, they're not even cars, but they just made these like makeshift little. I didn't see this one. This is a surprise to me. Oh my goodness. This rats <laughs> are driving tiny cars. Oh man. Cute overload. Right. I, I like this because it's cute, but I'm wondering what it. It was a, it was actually a research next they can vote done no it was it was actually done just to test the temperament of rodents in different conditions see if one, they get road rage one was no one was actually giving them like a very luxurious living space and teaching them and giving them toys see I'm okay with that I'm just wondering if there was any torture involved because oh, I'm, no, I'm not about that yeah I can no, see they can get it in and out of the side fight yeah no it's dang it, this rat's like totally I'm wondering driving. if they're forcing them. You know what I mean? Which I don't is, think so, no. It doesn't seem that way. It seems like the rats actually enjoyed it a lot. That rat drove right to the food right away. Yeah, they actually really enjoyed, uh, once they learned how to pilot the little vehicles, they really enjoyed driving them around. Dang, okay. that they do look happy. It. They do look happy. Yeah, and it actually like uh, reduced their stress. As, as we understand, I'm just yeah. not a person who enjoys... Oh, I've, no, I've totally, had a yeah, few yeah, rats. Yeah. No, this I'm, rat I'm looks not happy. about like, unethical experiments or like injecting them and stuff, but it was just uh, testing the different... Like how different environments affect the rats and uh, if that can be applied to humans, which seems to be the case. Like if you keep a human cooped up in a small space, they're not going to be as happy as someone who has a large space and a car to drive. I, I, you know? I'm wondering if your listeners think that I'm like really like... Because these rats could commute You now. know, trying like, to be like that over over temperamental guy no, no, about I like... So, I, I'm just about life and I don't like torture yeah, even though i sure, even no. though no, i watch no, no, no. even though i watch horror movies that do and torture traffic can be torture so if we we give these rats <laughs> improper freeway systems it will be like torture <laughs> and that's a takeaway that we have to leave on yeah. to make room for the next show stay tuned it's a power pack night uh radio vegas dot rocks for this kind of joy and gladness oh wait we're leaving gentlemen thank you for having me thank yeah, you so much for coming on, it's man. been a pleasure it has been awesome that's right thank we'll you. drag you back on before you australia it oh, up i cannot It'll be wait a good time Hell all yeah. right don't talk don't talk shit